interrupt regular programming for the following presentation of high school sports. Now, it's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good evening and welcome to week number seven of the high school football season. My name is Eric Fry, and I'll be joined by Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton for the Cromwell Media Group pregame show. Lots of teams are trying to improve their playoff positioning, while others are looking to play playoff spoiler. Let's not waste any more time and dive into week seven of the high school football season. To kick things off, let's go to Lane Blickham. Thanks, Eric. The Coles County Clash last week went to the Charleston Trojans, a 50-21 win over the Mattoon Green Wave. At 5-1 and one now, Charleston is playoff eligible. They'll try and clinch a playoff spot with a tough game tonight at Mount Zion. In that win a week ago over at Eastern Illinois University, Charleston racked up 284 yards on the ground, including this touchdown run by quarterback Luke Bonstetter. Empty backfield for Bonstetter. He's on the keeper right up the middle. Bonstetter in from 10. On the 10-yard touchdown run, Luke Bonstetter, his second touchdown of the game. Three rushing touchdowns for Charleston tonight. Charleston's leading rusher on the season, Corey Spore, would add two touchdown runs on his way to 118 yards on the ground in the Charleston victory, 50-21. to the Trojans are now 5-1. and one. They'll take on Mount Zion tonight. You can hear their game on Victory 103.9, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. With that loss, Matt Toon falls to 1-5 and five overall, 0-3 in the Apollo. Green Wave now eliminated from playoff contention. Jared Kimbrough talked about his team after last week's game. Tell the kids every day, the only, the only play is the next play, the only game is the next game, because what happens doesn't. What happened in the past doesn't matter, so we've got to keep looking forward and keep moving forward and, and, you know, get better each week. You know, I think we took a little bit of a step backwards this week, which is, which is unlike us, you know, our character. Usually we're making, making strides in the right direction, and we took a little step back this week, but we'll get it fixed for next week. Matt Toon's opponent tonight is 3-3 three and three Taylorville. The Tornadoes lost big last week to Effingham. You can hear Matt Toon and Taylorville on 101.3 WMCI, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and the free My Radio Link mobile app. The Tri-County Titans remain winless after last week's loss to Arjuna Oriana, 47-24. Things started out well for the Titans. Snap, the handoff, and that's going to be a score. Tri-County is going to get in there for the first score here on homecoming night. Your Tri-County Titans now lead six to the Arjuna Oriana Bombers. Nothing. Very good to see their Clay Kibler, the man they always rely on. The game went back and forth from there, but in the end, it was too much Arjuna Oriana, 47 to 24. That keeps the Bombers' playoff hopes alive as they are now 3 and 3 on the season as they get ready for a big matchup tonight against Villa Grove, which is also 3 and 3. The Tri County game against the Cumberland Pirates is on Saturday, 1 o'clock kickoff on 92 on the Axe, streaming at myradiolink.com and the free My Radio Link mobile app. Another intriguing game in the Lincoln Prairie Conference tonight is Arcola and Sangamon Valley. Each team is 2-4, and four, so both must win the game to keep their playoff hopes alive in the final third of the season. Sullivan Okaw Valley carries a 6-0 and record into their home game tonight against 3-3 three and three Nokomis, and Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond still unbeaten as well. They are on the road tonight at 1-5, Cerro Gordo Bement. In the Central Illinois Conference, Key showdown tonight in Warrensburg as the Warrensburg Latham Cardinals at 3-3 three and three host the 4-2 and two Clinton Maroons. Clinton, a big win last week over Central A&M. 
That dropped the Raiders to 2-4 and four as they host unbeaten Shelbyville tonight. And Tuscola is 2-4. and four. They must win to keep playoff hopes alive as they host the 1-5 and five Meridian Hawks tonight. I'm Lane Blickham. Let's enjoy Week 7 on the Cromwell Media Sports Pregame Show. Thanks, Lane. Now with a look at the Cumberland side of that Tri-County Cumberland matchup. Cumberland's coming off a win last week against Arcola, 25-14. Cumberland finally didn't beat themselves. They didn't turn the ball over, and the defense held Arcola to just 206 total yards. Cumberland also had the big plays show up that hadn't been there for a while as Brady Olmstead found Blake McMeekin for an 80-yard touchdown pass. And then McMeekin also ran for a 96-yard touchdown as well. Cumberland will now look for their all-important fifth win to become playoff eligible as they take on Tri-County on Saturday. And you can hear that action on WCRA online at effinghamradio.com or the free Effingham Radio app. Now with a look at the Effingham Hearts, who have a tough test in front of them tonight, we go to Travis Sparks. We are entering week seven of the high school season, coming down to the final stretch of the regular season. And Effingham finds themselves 3-3 three and three through the first six weeks. And the Hearts got back to 500 last week with a blowout homecoming win, 55-12 over Taylorville. The game was a wave of emotions, and the Tornadoes almost created the perfect storm but FEM weathered it and eventually pulled away. The game started out nicely again for FEM and making a stop on defense two different times, forcing a punt and a long Taylorville drive ended in a missed field goal attempt. Both times, the Hearts would capitalize. And I caught up earlier this week with FEM head coach Brett Hefner and talked about the big homecoming win and getting off to that great start. Yeah, it was good to you know finish out the game the way we did. You know, I thought things were better in the second half uh, than the first half. But uh, yeah, the most important thing was we needed a win, um, and to get a get a convincing one like that on homecoming was nice. You know, we talked about it after the game, and I think you've seen it with us this year when we take care of the football and don't do stupid stuff. We're pretty good, right. and. When we get in trouble is if we, we turn the ball over a couple times or we have some untimely defensive penalties mm-hmm. that extend drives. And now right. we have to play more defense. And so when we don't do those two things, we're pretty good. Taylorville, however, would get back into it, though, scoring a couple of touchdowns. The first on a short run set up by a long screen pass for big yardage. Then the Hearts turned it over on the very first play on the ensuing drive. A miscommunication on a route led to a pick six for the opposing quarterback, Baron Odom, playing some defense to get Taylorville within two points. And to, to get the stop and then to, to, to score and then, you know, to, to bend, 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 but don't break and they miss a field goal and score. And you're feeling good, 14 nothing, and then, you know, we, we do some stuff to shoot ourselves in the foot. You know, we, we get a false start penalty. We run the wrong route, leads to a pick six. And next thing you know, they go from dead in the water to having all kinds of life, and now you got your hands full. And right. those are the kind of things that I was talking about earlier that have been our Achilles heel this year is, is doing those stupid things mm-hmm. uh, that are self-inflicted. But from there, that was as close as the Tornadoes would get. FEM poured it on 34 straight points. Gage Gillum had a couple of rushing touchdowns, and Weldon Dunstan had his second and third scores of the night. And the Hearts would actually score in a variety of ways, including a pick six of their own from Logan Jones and a 63-yard run from DJ Latham. It's good to get a, uh, some other guys into the game there and get a chance to play. You know, Jonesy stepped in and did a nice job when Coberline had to go out, and yeah. DJ to 
go in and sub for Weldon and, and get a big run. So, you know, we were able to get some other kids in the game, not as many as we'd like to, but, uh, but it was good to get some other guys in. The Hearts really needed that one, and it made for a happy homecoming and also getting back to a 500 at 3-3, three and three, facing a tough two-week stretch here to wrap up conference play. So it was important to get the confidence back up. This week, FEM will square off with the reigning, defending, two-time Apollo Conference champions, Mohamed Seymour. The Bulldogs are 5-1, and one, riding a five-game winning streak after dropping their first game close to Morton. The Bulldogs haven't lost since, though. Last week, Muhammad with an impressive win over Mount Zion, 26-7, putting Muhammad in position for a third straight conference crown. They did it on the backs of junior Brock Vanderveer, a transfer from Central, had three rushing touchdowns, and also one of their returning starters from a year ago, Luke Johnson, the senior, rushed for 143 yards on 30 carries and a score. Bulldogs were also impressive on defense as well as Donovan Lewis picked off three Mount Zion passes. Muhammad does have a little bit of a different look than a year ago. Wyatt Baum, the quarterback, is now at Iowa State. The signal caller this year is the junior Lucas Dyer. He's been completing 64% of his passes, almost has 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns to six interceptions. And a couple of his favorite targets are Trey Peters and Brandon Page, both tied for the team lead in receptions with 27 and also tied with the most touchdowns as well with five. Those are just a few of the names that you'll have to be looking out for tonight for Muhammad. They've done a nice job of, of getting on a little bit of a run here the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, for a while it was us in Mount Zion that kind of controlled things. And now the last couple of years they have. So, um, you know, it'll be a heck of a challenge for us going up there. You know, a little bit different. You, they don't necessarily see the deep vertical game out of them that we had the last couple of years. Sure. Uh, they got, they don't have those two just burners out there, but they've got three, four nice receivers. Do a good job of running routes. The quarterback's real accurate with the ball. And the part that makes it tough is they're really good in their screen game. So it's hard to hard to really want to pressure the quarterback and make, leave yourself susceptible to screens. Um, you know, so we'll have our hands full on Friday night, but I think playing them in week seven versus playing them in week two is probably a little bit better situation for yeah. us. Uh, so hopefully our guys are ready to roll. And we'll throw it back to you, Eric. Thanks, Travis. Looking forward to that great game tonight up in Muhammad. Now let's look at the South Central Conference. And for that, we go to Todd Stapleton. Well, good evening and welcome to South Central Conference for week number seven. We move into the final third of the regular season starting tonight, and it'll feel like it as we'll have some football playoff weather, type weather coming up for tonight and this weekend. The Vandals are coming off a 35-14 loss at Greenville last week as the Vandals fell to 4-2 and two on the season, and they will get a 3-3 three and three Hillsboro coming up tonight. Hillsboro is coming off a 28-21 overtime win over the Pena Panthers last week. For the Vandals, a lot of mistakes in the game last week. Vandals football coach Jason Clay says they spent a lot of time this week uh, cleaning some things up to get ready for tonight's game. I think good. I think we've been able to pinpoint some things that um, aren't good enough. And, you know, Monday we uh, spent a good amount of time on film. And typically this late in the season I don't, I don't do that. And um, But I felt like there were some things that needed to be pointed out and that aren't acceptable in terms of our effort and execution. And, um, you know, so we tried to address those things hard on Monday and then, to work on throughout the week and um, you know demand that they're fixed for this week and um, so that's what we're looking to see and and 
hopefully the kids will respond. For the Hilltoppers, they got to come from behind win over Pena, win at 28-21 in overtime to get themselves to 3-3 three and three on the season. Their coach, Joe Reed, says he believes they're in a pretty good spot. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're in a good spot execution-wise, and um, I, think our, I think our guys are kind of figuring out what we're looking for and what we want. And, uh, you know, I just, we're just still waiting to try and put two, two good halves together, and I thought last week we really played well in the second half and kind of uh, settled in there. It is homecoming week for the Vandals tonight at Mark Greer Field, so game time moved up to 6.30 p.m. for tonight. We will have the broadcast for you on 107.1 FM, WKRV, available streaming at VandaliaRadio.com and on the Vandalia Radio app. Well, the Greenville Comets are already into the playoffs as they're 6-0 and on the season. They will go on the road tonight. They'll be at the 4-2 and Carlinville Cavaliers. Pena coming off that overtime loss to Hillsboro. They will be at home to take on 0-6 Gillespie. Pena is 4-2 on the season. Litchfield, they're now 3-3 on the season. They will be at 2-4 Staunton coming up tonight. 1-4 North Mac, they will be at 3-3 Southwestern coming up tonight. So a lot of teams in the South Central Conference still with a shot at getting into the playoffs. So the Vandals, 4-2 on the season, will host Hillsboro coming up tonight. The Hilltoppers, 3-3. 0-6 Gillespie will be at 4-2 Pena. 6-0 Greenville at 4 and two Carlinville, three and three Litchfield will be at two and four Staunton, and one and five North Mac will be at three and three Southwestern tonight to take on the Piesaw Birds. That's a look at the South Central Conference in Week Seven. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks very much, Todd. Now let's take a look at some other games going on in the areas in the Little Illini Conference. It will be one and five Robinson heading to one and five Newton for the Eagles' homecoming this evening. Three and three Paris will be on the road to take on zero and six Olney. And on Saturday, it will be one and five Marshall as they will host five and one Lawrenceville. But the big matchup of the night in the Little Illini Conference has to be 6-0 Casey traveling to 5-1 Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel hasn't lost a game since week one, while Casey has been perfect thus far this season. Mount Carmel has put up the most points, however, in the Little Illini Conference this season with 249 points. But Casey has put up 239, and their defense has only given up six points all year long. However, Casey only has one win against a team above 500. That was against Lawrenceville, while Mount Carmel has two wins against 500 teams. That being Paris, who's three and three, and the Effingham Hearts, who are three and three. Should be a great one in Mount Carmel tonight. Looking forward to that, as well as all the other high school football action as well. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the Carmel Media Group pregame show. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, I am Eric Fry saying thanks for listening. Now, let's head to the booth as we are moments away from kickoff for week seven of the high school football season. And now, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM present... Pontius takes the snap, play action pass. He's looking to throw, loads up, and it's going to be caught. 39 from Estrada goes into the touchdown. He'll hand off to West North. Just back up the middle. He's got room to run, and he's in. Touchdown. First on fourth down and three. Pontius on the center, snap, and it's a play action pass. We're going to go across the middle. He's wide open, and it's caught. 
Eastern, and that puts uh, the Hearts on top now, 13-0. Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. A pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and a welcome in to Muhammad Seymour High School. We're here for tonight's Apollo Conference matchup, and it's a matchup of 3-3 three and three Effingham as the Hearts come up here to Muhammad to take on the 5-1 and one. Muhammad Seymour of Bulldogs. Welcome into the broadcast position here. We're out with the elements tonight. We're out here with the fans on the bleachers, but that's okay, and it's finally starting to feel like football. Here tonight for the very first time. It's going to be a little chilly. They say sweatshirt weather is what they say, but you might want to bring out those jackets in instead. But this is Travis Sparks, or Travis Sparks and Dominic Daters are going to be alongside here in just a few as we're going to be calling all the action tonight here on The Voice of FEM Arts Football, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online at fmradio.com as well. It is senior night festivities here at Muhammad. That's what's going on in the background. As FEM comes into this contest at 3-3, three and three, they come off that big blowout win against Taylorville on homecoming last week. 55-12 to 12 was the final score last week, and FEM and Taylorville played it close. As it was only a two-point game at one point, but then FEM got on the board right before half, and that was a big score that made it 21-2 at 12 at that point, and then FEM soon as Taylorville got in with those two points with that pick six there, they pulled away. 34 straight points for the Hearts, and uh, FEM took control and had a happy homecoming and won on homecoming to get them back to 500 here on the season here as we enter the home stretch of the regular season. Only three more games left in the regular season this week and come back home to Colossal Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium next week to take on Mount Zion. And then to go back on the road for the season finale against Centralia. And that's it. That's all that's left in the regular season. So FEM will have to do their best here in the last three games to try to put themselves in position to get the uh, to the postseason. And as always is the case, it looks like FEM will have the points. It's all about whether they'll have the wins. They need five of them to get into the uh, postseason play to become eligible. Muhammad's already got there as they lost the uh, opener to Morton. And uh, that was a close 20 to 14 loss for the Bulldogs, but they've just been red hot since as they uh, come into this one riding a five game winning streak, including an impressive game last week as it was 26 to uh, seven was the final score as uh, they take a stranglehold of the Apollo Conference once again. And if they get through FEM, they get through Mount Zion in uh, the uh, season finale, then uh, the uh, Muhammad Timor Bulldogs will be. Uh, uh, third straight conference championship for uh, them. But we'll have to wait to see what happens in the next couple weeks for uh, that. As I mentioned, they took a stranglehold on the conference title as uh, they won in an impressive fashion. And it was Brock Vanderveer, the transfer from Central, this year comes in and he is now a tie to four the most touchdowns for a running back on the, on the ground. And he got three of them last week and uh, an impressive outing for him and also defensively Donovan Lewis he picked off three Mount Zion passes and that led Muhammad Seymour to the big win last week against Mount Zion right here on this same field that we're going to be playing on tonight and so Muhammad coming in red hot FM trying to get some momentum as we go towards the home stretch here Dom and this one is going to be a tough test for 
at the end tonight. Uh, they a little bit differently than last season and the last couple of years, but are still a dangerous team, obviously, at 5-1. and one. Yeah, they're definitely a dangerous team at 5-1. Uh, and one. They're always always tough, and they're looking to make it, you know, third conference championship, as you mentioned, and uh, looking to make it back to the playoffs and make some more noise. I know they lost in the uh, quarterfinals last year. I know they wanted to uh, probably get some revenge on that and make it, make it further. But, uh, yeah, tough task here for FN tonight, but like I said last week, you got to take it, take it one game at a time and uh, just roll some punches and see what happens. And uh, they'll give it a best shot here tonight. Uh, Coach Hefner emphasized the conversation that I had in, in the uh, pregame show there was that if Evian takes care of the football and uh, doesn't do non-winning plays, they can be pretty good. And uh, that's spot on. And we'll see what happens tonight. It's always important to not turn the football over, particularly against a defense like this. Of course, that ball-hawking corner. Lewis is uh, one of the players to look out for tonight. He picked off three passes last week, and so you know he's going to be looking for more ball hawk uh, there as they also honored some other seniors here before the game of being a senior night, and I thought it was fascinating that uh, Jack Gallagher was honored, and he's a six-foot senior, and he has perfect attendance. He's never missed a varsity game ever as he's been starting since a freshman or playing since a freshman, I guess you'd say, so... Wow, that is, that is very, very impressive. Uh, I'm sure over over my time, whenever I was in high school, I know there's uh, some kids who had perfect attendance from uh, you know, kindergarten all the way to senior year in high school, which is impressive. But uh, it's also impressive to never miss a game, you know, due to injury or just taking a, a game off or anything like that. That's uh, definitely impressive as well. So good, good for him. Like I mentioned there, you probably heard in uh, the microphones picking it up as uh, the wind starts to pick up here in the pregame as it's finally starting to feel like football weather. But that's going to be a factor here tonight is the wind is really whipping around. So the kicking game uh, could come into effect of uh, how far you can kick it. So field goals maybe out the window tonight due to this uh, strong wind in the passing game as well. Of course, uh, they're um, Muhammad's not a deep threat as they were last year. They don't have Rodgers. He graduated, and Wyatt Baum, he's playing at Iowa State now. But uh, they do have some dynamic receivers. Uh, Peters is uh, pretty good. Trey Peters, he's one of their main targets. He's tied for the most receptions on the team and most touchdowns as well. So he's one of the guys to look out for. And they do a lot of screens, as we saw that last season as well. And uh, looking up in a film, they do that once again this season. And what's been quite an impressive showing here, since Muhammad has joined the Apollo Conference, as they've come in and they've made themselves right at home. And like I said, they're right on the doorstep of another conference title. And uh, so uh, they are a little bit differently this year, but they still look pretty pretty darn impressive here in the early going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they do definitely look uh, different without uh, Wyatt Baum. Like you said, he graduated. But uh, here there's this uh, other quarterback, a little bit more of a uh, – Dual, dual threat for Muhammad, whereas Baum last year was more of a pocket uh, pocket passer. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see what he shows us here tonight. But you're right, Muhammad's uh, just made himself right right at home, and uh, you know I guess in a way you could say maybe maybe taking over the last uh, last couple of years as they look for the third straight Apollo Conference uh, football championship, and uh, they definitely they definitely want more. And they you know they only have one loss, and that loss was to. Uh, 
uh, Morton, first game of the year. Uh, Morton's undefeated, 6-0. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, they're, they're hungry, hungry for more. They definitely want to uh, finish off strong notes and go to the playoffs and, uh, you know, get a high seed, have a few home games, definitely make it to, uh, you know, state championship game, I would I would think. But uh, before before they do that, you know, they have to face that game here tonight. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens here on, on senior night as uh, they introduce all the seniors uh, earlier here before the game as the, uh, the band's out there playing right now. But uh, I, I look forward to, uh, you know, a good game here tonight, Travis, and hopefully Evan uh, doesn't make too many mistakes. If they do, Bahamas definitely going to make them, make them pay for those mistakes. Yeah, that's what a kind of a good team will do. So we're about minutes away from the start and the kickoff of this one. But right now we're going to step away for the national anthem. As we take this break, we'll be back with uh, continuing on with the pregame show and the kickoff of FEM and Muhammad. Right now it's the national anthem. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School as it is Apollo Conference action here on tonight as Effingham 3-3. Three three. Muhammad comes in at 5-1 and one on the season here on a senior night in Muhammad as uh, they are... 4-0 in the uh, conference, 3-0 in the conference, and at the end, they're only 2-1 uh, in the uh, conference, as uh, we do have some action going on all over our sister stations this weekend, and tonight as well, over on our sister station, not only high school football going on, we got college football going on as well, Illini are on a Friday night light, as they're taking on Nebraska tonight, and uh, they are three and a half point favorites against the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. As I can't tell, Muhammad, they have the colors of the uh, Fighting Illini, and I do see a lot of orange here and some Illini blocks on those memorabilia here. So 
Uh, a lot of fans here in Muhammad, and uh, that's going on at Memorial Stadium, not too far away from Bulldog us in Champagne. Champagne. Uh, it's not quite feet. into Champagne. We had to take an exit right before that, uh, but we're here in Muhammad Let's tonight in uh, Nebraska going to uh, playing the Illini, and this one is going to be for Dick Buckets, as unfortunately the Illini legend passed away yesterday, and uh, the Bears got a victory for him. Let's make the Illini get a victory. I have a memory of Dick Buckets, one of the greatest Illini to have ever lived. So, RIP to uh, Dick Buckets, and uh, the Illini will try to get a win for Mr. Buckets. And then tonight, uh, uh, will try to come in here to Muhammad and get the victory over the Bulldogs. As here comes the Bulldogs coming on the field through the helmet. Great presentation here. Muhammad High School, FEM made their way. They actually don't go to the locker room. They go over here on a practice field that's lit up as they're makeshift locker room here tonight. The school is a little bit far away. It's a good little trek over there, so FEM decides to just have that as a temporary locker room as there's fireworks going over that way and the smoke as well. We're near the student section here. I don't know if they call them the dog town, but uh, that's what uh, St. Anthony's student section is, so I would assume right. that's what it would be. And got that uh, smoke here as well coming up and getting us. And also, uh, we don't have high school football over on our sister station, WCRA, because the Cumberland Pirates, they play tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow afternoon, high school football, 1 o'clock. They're in a Tri-County, and it's going to be a Cumberland versus the Tri-County Titans, and Cumberland will try to become a playoff eligible there tomorrow afternoon. Elsewhere in the Apollo tonight, Charleston, they travel, uh, they travel to Mount Zion, and Mattoon travels to Taylorville. And in the uh, other contest on League of Prairie, it's Arthur against Sarah Gordo, Sullivan hosting the Comet, Dilla Grove and Argenta, and Sagamon Valley is at Arcola. The little line I tonight got Robinson and Newton, Harris and Olney, and then a big one, Casey Westfield Warriors undefeated 6-0 and in Mount Carmel, 5-1. and They have not lost since week one, and they started that win streak against Effingham, and they haven't lost since. And uh, that's the big one in the LIC tonight. Only six points. Casey's given up all year long to get that high-powered offense for Mount Carmel. So we'll be checking out that as well. And we're about ready to kick it off here tonight as FEM won the coin toss, but they deferred to the second half. So Muhammad Seymour will get the ball first to start this one. And so they will get the ball to begin the first quarter and begin this contest. And Michael Stephan will be the one kicking off for the heart. And thank you for joining us, however you are doing so, over on the conventional radio dials or on the website, fbmradio.com, or on the free FEM radio app. As they go through with the starting lineup here, and Stephan has it booted away, and it's a little bit of a low-line drive trying to keep it away from the wind, and there's a must have been a whistle, and we're going to do it again. So, uh, they can finish the rest of the starting lineup over the uh, intercom there. And so uh, Lucas Dyer is going to be the quarterback for Muhammad Seymour. He's taking over for Wyatt Baum. He's a 6'3 junior. He has almost 1,300 passing yards on the season and 12 touchdowns to six interceptions and a 64% completion percentage this year. So that's what we're going to get our first look at and see kind of new look for us. Offense of the uh, Bulldogs here, and they got a couple of players deep back there to receive the kick. 
as it's going to be Braden Pagel returning and Donovan Lewis as well. And here we go again. Take two. Now we're off and running here. And a Stefton gets it higher in the air this time and kicks it and will bounce into the end zone for a touchback. So take two works out. So that's where Muhammad will take over on the touchback. First to ten at their own 20-yard line to begin this game. Yeah, definitely worked out for uh, for FBM. Like I know they got the ball uh, start, but uh, worked out for him. Stephanie made the uh, touchback there. And he's a heck of a kicker. I know he's on the uh, soccer team as well. FBM soccer team has some uh, success. Uh, I think they tied a school record for uh, most wins at uh, 13. But uh, let's see what Muhammad does here on their uh, first drive of the game. So Dyer's going to be into the shotgun of formation. He takes it off the left side, and he's got a lot of room to run. He's up to the 30. That's actually going to be a directly snapped into Luke Johnson. And it's going to be out of bounds and a first down for Muhammad Seymour on the very first play of the game. So he carries it all the way up to about the 32-yard line, so a 12-yard gain there on the very first play of the game on a direct snap. Thank you. As the winds are blowing my papers all around here. It's going to be Dyer taking the snap this time, and uh, they are in a shotgun formation, and uh, they got four wide receivers split out, two on each side of the line. Dyer is going to take the snap, and he's going to hand it off to uh, Johnson, and he's going to be stopped up and going nowhere right at the line of scrimmage for the heart. It was Ring and Mindendorf, one of the first couple players there to get the stop for the heart. Uh, to have a, a quick no-huddle offense for Muhammad Seymour. That was a no-gain, so it'll be second down and 10. Ball at the 32-yard line. No motion, the backer out of the backfield, and Dyer's going to take the snap. They're setting up a screen, and FEM is ready for him, but they missed the tackle, and he's loose. Pagel is at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He misses another tackle, and he goes down the sideline. Touchdown. Touchdown for Brandon Pagel. Second play of the game. Explosive play right there for Muhammad. And they're on the board here. Less than 50 seconds into the game. 68-yard touchdown pass. Wow. From Dyer to Brandon Pagel. And it's 6-0 Muhammad. Yeah, he just got to open his little screen pass there. And he's got to open the... Took it down the middle of the field, and uh, one Effingham defender tried to tackle him there about the 10-yard line. With, uh, no luck. Davis gets the point up, and it's good. And so already, 68-yard touchdown on a quick screener. Therefore, Muhammad gives them the 7-0 lead. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 49 seconds. That's how quick Muhammad is on the board. And they're up 7-2-0 after that big 68-yard screen pass into the end zone. 
for a touchdown. So it's going to be Weaver and Sutton going to be back to receive the kickoff. As it's going to be kicked off by Major. Weaver and Sutton are That's Tyler Majors. As it's booted away, gets it high up into the air, gets knocked down by the wind a little bit, and Weaver's going to return it. And he's got room to run on the left side. He's got a couple of blockers, and he carries it all the way down to the 40-yard line. It's 40-yard line over there. So a nice return there by Weaver. Going to set up FEM in pretty decent field position. And FEM will take over. 11.03 to go in the first quarter. They're already trailing 7-0. And it was a turn to the 46-yard line. Yeah, that's definitely a nice turn there for Weaver. He's had some nice kickoff turns uh, here here recently, in recent games. That was one of them right there. Gage Gillum will go into the I formation. He's going to hand it off to a Dunstan, but there's not a lot there. Uh, he may have got back to the line of scrimmage, but I don't even think he got that. They're going to give him a loss of one. So that's going to be a loss of one. And so that'll be second down and 11 for the heart. And at this time, Gillum will be in the shotgun formation with Dunstan just to his right. He'll send a man in motion, and that's Reed. And Dunstan is going to keep it. He's looking to room on the left side, tries to turn the corner. He's got it, got a nice block as well. And he's all the way into the secondary, all the way down here past the 30-yard line. So Gillum with a nice run. As he just took it himself there. And we're in Muhammad territory. 29-yard line is where that was. Or where they're going to set up there. Like that's about a 36-yard run there for uh, Gillum. So Gillum will be in the shotgun again. And he's going to take the snap handoff to Dunstan right side. He tries to cut it back up the middle. And he has it for a short gain, but he is tackled right there by the Bulldogs' defense. They're going to say it's a gain of about three or four there. I'd say three from my vantage point. Yeah, that's what they give him a gain of three for Dunstan. So they do a gain of three, second down and seven, a ball at the bottom at 26. And... Uh, Gillum will hand it off to Dunstan. This time he tries to squirt to the left side. And he got it back to the line of scrimmage, but there wasn't a lot of running room there. And uh, so he's going to be stopped for a short gain by Gallagher there. He's one of the first guys there. And so that's going to bring up third down on it on the heart. Third down and seven after the no-gainer there on the run by Dunstan. Yeah, Eppingham definitely wants to uh, do something here, make, uh, get another first down and make sure that Big run by Gillum doesn't go doesn't go wasted. There wasn't much running room there for that time. Let's we'll see if they can find some open field here. Gillum in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to fake it, and he's going to take it himself off to the left side. He's got the first down and some, and he's going to dive out of bounds close to the ten yard line on another nice run there by Gage Gillum. And we might be in first and goal territory. We'll have to see where they spot it. He's going to be just short. Nine yard line. Well, actually, they're going to say it's at the nine. Looks like it's at the 11 from my vantage point, but okay. 15-yard gain if it's at the 11, and it's going to be just shy of the end zone. So it's going to be Gillen taking the snap of the shotgun, and flags come out flying. And I think this is going to go on the hearts, and yes, it will. What Coach Hefner stresses all the time is attention to detail. He's not going to like that penalty right there. Send him up. 
the 11-yard line. Now take him back five yards. Penalty back. No, he's definitely not going like, to like those, that penalty. That's the hard second penalty so far of the game. Uh, two two uh, false start penalties. One on the kickoff and one there. Push the hearts back to the 16-yard line. First and 15 from there as Gillum will take the snap. He's going to take it himself again. He tries to score through a couple of blockers, and he's close to the original line of scrimmage. And so that'll bring up second down at about 10. Looks like he gained him about five yards on that one. He did, gain, he did gain five on that, so back. Uh, We'd also like, like to give uh, a big thank you to Class Muhammad and Dutch Valley Beach. Coming up on eight minutes to go in of the first quarter. And Hearts are down 7 nothing, but they're trying to get some stuff on the scoreboard. they got a nice drive going here. As it's going to be Gillum in the shotgun. Dunstan to his left, and he's looking out there. Swing pass to Dunstan, but he bobbles a little bit, and he's going to be incomplete. After all that, Dustin never caught it cleanly, and he bobbled it over there, and he finally dropped it. So that'll bring up third down and ten after the incompletions. Yeah, uh, Dustin never really, never really caught it there. It was a nice, uh, nice pass by by Gillum, but Dustin kind of bobbled it, never, never really caught it. So third and ten here for Preppingham, they can still get a first down if they get the ball down to the one yard line. So uh, hopefully, can do that. Third down and ten. And Gillum will be in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to a Dunstan right side. He tries to turn the corner, and he's got the five-yard line. Uh, that's going to be short. That's going to be a short of the markers as well. So we'll see what FM wants to do here with, again, the wind being a problem. Dustin can make it from here, but it's just about the wind. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, definitely a chip-shot field goal, but, uh, yeah, it's the wind. It's gonna, I mean, it's not – Real windy, but it's windy enough to where it's going to affect the football. And you know, think it chips off, but it could sell wide right or wide left, and just a little bit of wind. So we got to see what FNM does here. That was a gain of six yards, so it'll bring up fourth and four at the five. And it looks like the offense is going to stay out there on the field, so they're going to go for it here on fourth down. And so Gillum will be into the I formation. Got a single receiver split out here wide to the right. And a coach. Actually, it's going to be Coach Hefner taking the timeout. So we'll take a quick timeout as well. We want to talk about the fourth down. And we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. SeaTech Construction, Trades, Education Curriculum will be having their annual Steak Cookout fundraiser on October 12th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Topless Banquet Hall. Come out and support the trades and enjoy steak, sides, entertainment, and silent auction items. Tickets are only $40 each and can be purchased at MERS Heating and Air Conditioning or reserve your ticket by calling MERS at 217-342-2323. Donations also appreciated. Money raised will support the SeaTech class. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad, Illinois, Muhammad Seymour High School as the Hearts are knocking on the door here, but they're faced with a fourth down and a four yards to go. And Coach Half called the timeout, the first one of the half for them, and they're probably just going to talk about whether they want to go for it here again. The ball's at the five-yard line. It would be an easy field goal on a normal night, but not tonight with this wind whipping around and gusting. So it's going to be fourth down and four. Offense back out on the field. Gillen will be in his shotgun. Lots of split out here. Uh, single to his right. And it's going to be Gillum taking the snap. Handoff to a Dutch. They're trying to turn the corner, and he can't get there. And Muhammad is going to tackle him for a loss. And it's going to be a turnover on down for FEM. So 
after a few nice runs there by Gillum. Ultimately, Muhammad's defense holds there, and it's a turnover on downs after all that. Yeah, after the, all those uh, nice runs by, by Gillum to get him that close, they could have, uh, they got, if they got the ball to the one-yard line, they could have had another, uh, another fresh set of downs. But, uh, yeah, it does enable to turn the corner, and uh, Muhammad Seymour's defense stopped him. That was a loss of three as well. So Muhammad will take over on the eight-yard line, their own eight. And Dyer takes a snap on the shotgun. He's looking out here to the near side. It's floated up there into the wind. It's going to be incomplete. It's going to be short. And it's going to be Peters, the intended receiver, but it's going to fall incomplete. It just got stuck up in the air and stuck up into that wind tunnel there and just fell incomplete. Yeah, it did. It got stuck up in that, that uh, wind tunnel there. And it was, it was short, like you said, from one and uh, Peters tried to he, he went up for it. He tried to make it, make the grab, but even though it was shorter, and it was unsuccessful. We got three Bulldogs split out here to the near side. Dyer in the shotgun. Johnson right next to him. He's looking over here to the right side. It's going to be a short little pass. It's going to be incomplete. And that was going to be Hammerschmidt, going to be the intended receiver. It's just going to fall incomplete. So it'll bring a third down and 10 at the eight-yard line. So Muhammad getting over turnover on downs, but two straight completions has a third down. Dyer, yeah, sure. Let's see if the horse can hold him here. Dyer in the shotgun. He'll send a man in motion, and he looks over that way. That goes back to the right. They're setting up a screen to Johnson, and he shakes one tackler, but he can't shake Coberline as he knocks him out of bounds. And so that's going to be short of the first down marker. So that's going to bring up fourth down. Pushed out by Coberline. And so they're actually going to say it was a gain of about one yard there. And so it'll be a fourth and a nine on their own 10-yard line. And it looks like they're going to go for it. But nope, Dyer's going to go back into the end zone, and he's going to punt it away. And he's going to boot it away. No one's back there for the heart. And it's going to bounce at about the 35-yard line. And it's going to take a couple-yard bounces, but they're going to stop it just there. So that's going to be at like about the 37 or 38. So Ethiam will take over after they force Muhammad to punt. That was a nice defensive uh, series there by Muhammad. They're backed up in their own uh, territory after Effingham's uh, turnover on downs. But Effingham needs to uh, take advantage of that. They take advantage of great field positions at the 38-yard line and the score on this drive. 6.23 to go here in the opening quarter, and it's going to be Gillum handing off to a Dunstan on the left side. He tries to squirt three, but he carries it to about the 35-yard line. Uh, that's going to be aware Muhammad yards. stops them. They're going to give him about four yards, so it'll be second down and a six for Effingham on that four-yard run there by Dunstan. Yeah, Muhammad, 7 nothing. Your score, they scored 49 seconds into the game, and Effingham now set up in a great field position here after that short Muhammad punt. Gillum will be in the shotgun, and he's looking to two. Nope, he keeps it, and he tries to – Find room to run on the right side, but he can't find a lot of it. He may have got back to the line, but that's about it. On the quarterback keeper there. Tackled by Erwin Gallagher. And so, quickly, third down again. After that no gain there by Gillum on the keeper. Third and six at Muhammad 34. No gain on the play, third and six. FEMB needs to make something happen here. Yes, they do. As Gillum will go up under center this time, he takes the snap, and it's going to be a play-action pass. Here comes the rush, and they got him. As Gillum just had to duck down there, otherwise he's going to take a big hit there. And that's a sack, Donovan Lewis. 
with the sack. That's a big loss, as that's going to be uh, off of about six or seven there. That's a win. Picks up here. Wind gusting here at Muhammad, and that's going to make it difficult for Stefan to boot it away here. And so Stefan is going to boot it away, and it's a good snap, and it's a good punt in the circumstances that it's going to be fielded at about the 12-yard line. Uh, the returner shakes one guy, moves across the field, tries to find room on the right Tegel. side, and that's Tagel on the return, and he's going to be dropped inside the 10-yard line. He went backwards there. Yeah, he did. He caught it. I think he caught it about the 12 or 13 yard line and went to end up getting tackled at the 10 as he tried to juke and drive his way, find some running room upfield, but uh, was unable to. Nice job there by Effingham to pin him back. And uh, hopefully they can uh, have a great defensive series like they did last one and get the moments to turn over on down again. Three and out for Effingham. That's it. At the 10 yard line is where Muhammad will take over. With 4.31 to go in the first quarter, they're going to send Johnson in motion, and they're going to hand it off to him out of the right side. Now he cuts back to the left side. He's got room to run. One guy misses the tackle, and a shoestring tackle there, and he's going to be brought down just shy of the 20-yard line. They're going to say he's just short of the first down marker, so it'll be second down and one on the nine-yard gain there by Johnson. Nice job there of Johnson to uh, find, find some running room there off the side and get close to the first down. And it's going to be Dyer into the shotgun. And Johnson is to his left. And he's got two wire, three wire receivers split out. And it's going to be a Dyer looking over towards the sideline on four of the play. As play clock winding now, we got five seconds on the play clock. And it's going to be Dyer in the shotgun. And he's going to hand it off to Johnson again. Tries to bounce it out on the right side. But there's going to be not a lot there. As he's met by the FEM defense. Charlie Ring is one of the first guys there off the pile. Mendendorf around it as well. So that's going to be short and uh, no gain on the second and one. So it'll bring up third and one. I stopped there by FEM defense. So it'll be third and one. Ball at the 19 for Muhammad, their own 19. And a Dyer is going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off to a Johnson straight up the gut. And I don't think he got it. FEM may have stood tall again. And that's going to be a loss of one, it looks like, too. So it's going to be a loss of one on the... Like, yeah. And bring up fourth down and two. Muhammad's going for it. Or at least they're lining up that way. And they're going to shift some players around. And Dyer might just do what he did the first time and back away. Yep, there he goes. And so he's going to punt it away. He's going to stand about the 10-yard line, and he gets the snap, and it's a good high punt. And where will it land down? It'll land at about the 20 or 35 and take a good Muhammad bounce, and it'll touch it down about the 45. So three and out for Muhammad as well. Yeah, I mean, every game's that two great great defensive stands back-to-back, and, uh, you know, they're – they're lucky only to be down seven nothing with the uh, two twenty five left to go in the first quarter after that uh, sixty eight yard uh, pass. And they're going to spot it at the forty four yard line, and that's Muhammad's forty four yard line. Definitely, definitely take advantage of this uh, field position. 
And so Gillum will be into the shotgun and got three wide receivers split out. Here comes Belcher in motion, and he's going to take it on the end around and flags come over there on the far sideline. We'll see what this is. As Belcher, it is a close. He's about three yards shy of that first down marker. Initial indication is on Effingham, though, as Belcher took it on the end around as he got it on the handoff as he was coming in motion. And so it'll be a penalty. We'll wait to see what the official word is. And it's going to be on Effingham. Initial call was a block in the back. I think that was the initial signal. Nope, a chop block. So a chop block, another penalty on Effingham on the first play of the drive. We'll set him back up, and this is a big one because it's going to be a 15-yarder. Penalty against Effingham. So he'll take it on the other side of the 50 at the 47. First down and long here. Gillen's in the shotgun, and he's going to keep it himself, trying to find room to run up the middle, and he's got it past the original line of scrimmage. Almost carries it to the other 40-yard line. So a nice run there again by Gillum. 42-yard line is where it'll be spotted there. So that was a gain of about eight or nine yards there. Second down and seven. Yeah, that was a nice run by Gillum. That seems to be working tonight, so I uh, keep sticking with it. Minute 40 to go. Gillum in the shotgun again. Dunston to his left. And he'll send Belcher in motion again. Here he comes, and it fakes it to him this time. Gillum's going to roll out to his right. Here comes the rush, and they're not going to get it away. And the ball, baby, it came out as well. And Muhammad has it. Sack and a fumble. And a major picks it up, but it's going to be Muhammad football, I think. As the defense is staying out here for Muhammad, but FEM's defense looks like it's running out there, or is the offense running back out there? The offense is running back out there, so. Well, he, he must have been already down after he fumbled uh, the ball. The, only thing so the three officials that. here are standing around and talking about it in the middle, and uh, the uh, some of the hard. Offense is out there. The entire Muhammad defense is still out there. And so no signal was even indicated, and they're going to come across the both sidelines to talk about it. So, but again, nobody signaled, no official signal. And they still don't know what the call is. I guess it's FEM's football because Muhammad's defense is still out here. So it looks like me. So I guess the FEM got it back or it was down, they say. So they got it back. So it'll be a third third down, but it's going to back them all the way back up again after the loss of yardage. So FEM, after all that confusion, retains possession. It's about third and 15 here once again. Ball at the 49-yard line, and Gillum will be in the shotgun. Gillum takes the snap, and he looks for a short pass, and it's going to be too high. I think Belcher, they're trying to set up a pass on a screen to Belcher, but it is just incomplete as the wind that took that. It was way over Belcher's head. So a near fumble, so here we go again. Punt team comes out, and Hart's going to have to punt it away after another, it looks like another three and out. Yeah, definitely third uh, third 
second strike, bringing out, excuse me, and uh, Stefan kind of had to reach to his right to get it, but he gets it off, and it's going to be fielded there by Muhammad. Someone had a nice hit there before Effingham really popped in that time on the return, as I think that was Charlie Ring. Yes, Charlie Ring popped Lewis that time, and uh, that's going to be a return to about the 22 or 23 there for Muhammad. Ring hit it right, right in the number, right in the chest. Twenty-one yard line is where they're going to spot it. Fifty-four seconds left to go here in Muhammad. And snap in the shotgun, and he's going to hand it off there, looking to room to run on the right side. Not a lot there. I think that was Johnson. Yep, Johnson with the carry, and he may have got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. Yep, they're going to say it was a no gainer that time. 35 seconds left in the first quarter. And so it'll be a second down and a 10, a ball at Muhammad's own 21-yard line. And a Dyer is going to take the snap of the shotgun. He's going to empty out the backfield, and it's going to be a short little throw. Pass is complete. Ball's on the floor, and it's going to be recovered by Muhammad. After all, as Effingham almost recovered that, but... Muhammad is up on top of it. As that was complete to Gavin Hammerschmidt, and he put it on the turf. And But luckily for Muhammad, it was recovered by them, and it was recovered at the line of scrimmage. So it'll be third and ten after all that. Yeah, every game had recently covered it, but once it popped out, Muhammad was able to retain the football. So Dyer will empty out the backfield once again in the shotgun on third and ten, and he's going to roll, trying to set up a screen. FEM was ready for it, and they went perfectly that time. As they have a big loss in the backfield as they were ready for it. Couldn't tell who that was for FEM to get there to blow up the screen. But FEM stops them that time, and they're going to bring a fourth down as Coach Atkins wants to talk about it for Muhammad. So we will take another quick 30-second timeout here as Muhammad's facing a fourth down. And now we got six seconds on the first quarter clock as I look to my left. So we'll just keep it right here as we're close to the first quarter break there. So uh, Muhammad will just want to talk about it here on a fourth down. As again, FEM, a nice job there to blow up that screen. And that was one of those similar plays that they scored on just a little bit ago. Yes, it was. It was a great job by the FPM defense to stop them right in their tracks there. Six seconds to go, and Dyer in the shotgun. He's going to back away, and he's going to punt it away this time, I believe, as they'll shift some people around. And, again, no one back there to receive the punt, as punting has been a challenge as well as offense. Can't get anything going, neither one. High punt, as it's going to bounce at the 50 and take a nice FPM bounce. And Effian, or Muhammad just has to catch it right there and feel it about the 49-yard line is where they'll stop it. So that'll do it for the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, it's Muhammad 7, Effian 0, but Effian has the ball back. So we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Effian Mark Football here on Jack FN. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, 
the Extreme Green student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. First play of the second quarter, Dutton's going to carry the football and gain about three yards there, so that'll bring up second down and seven at the 45 for the Hearts as Gillum's going to pull it out of the chest of uh, Dutton, and he's got room to run on the left side, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. After another nice run there by Gillum, and that's going to be across the 35-yard line where they're going to spot it. He's good enough for a first down and some. They're going to spot it at the 27. 18-yard gain. Nice run by Gillum. So it'll be first down and 10 of 4 FEM and the Muhammad 27. And Gillum's going to turn and hand off to a Dunstan. He's got initial good hole there. And uh, that's going to be a few-yard carry. About three or four there for Dunstan on the run. So, again, three on that. Yep. So, it'll be up to the 24, and Gillum will be in the shotgun. Dunstan is to his right. And Gillum takes the snap, and he's going to keep it himself. Will Gillum, he's trying to turn the corner. He's got the corner. One guy missed. He's down the sideline, and he's finally pushed out. Another keeper by Gillum and gets another FEM first down. Goes out of bounds around the 11-yard line. And he gets it after the 11-yard line. So another FEM 13-yard run for Gillum. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. He's had uh, four four runs of... uh, so it'll be first down to aim and 10 at the 11 yard line. Gillum up on the center this time. He'll hand it off to a Dunstan and he flips trying to cut it back up the middle. So he's going to gain a nothing there, get back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it there. As we switched into the field on the quarter break, but this is kind of exactly where FEM found themselves on one of their first possessions. I think their first possession. There at the 11-yard line, but just couldn't get anything out of it. Now there's a Bulldog player that is down out there on the uh, field. Can't tell who that was, so they'll uh, go down there and check on the injured player. And that team will go towards the sideline and talk about the offensive strategy. It looks like Javon Irwin is the player that was down there for Muhammad. As he is sitting up, so as a good sign up, he just pops right back up. He's got a little limp, but I think he's all right. He's walking on his own power over to the sideline. So, FEM, after the no gainer that time, will be a second down and a 10 at the Muhammad 11 yard line. They trail 7 nothing here. Muhammad got that quick screen to start the game, 49 seconds into the game, but then after that, it's been punt, punt, punt ever since. Effingham trying to change that, trying to get on the scoreboard here. Sure, 
definitely something they uh, you can take advantage of this. Gillum into the shotgun. Dustin to it just behind him, and Gillum's going to keep it again. This time, Muhammad is there and drop him in the backfield. They stuff it that time, and Henry Wagner was the guy to get their first for Muhammad. As maybe now they're finally starting to catch on to that play. It'll be a loss of about two there, so it'll be third and two at the 13. I think they're starting to catch on to that play, so I think they're going to try to have to start find something new here. But uh, that play for Effingham, getting Gillum running was about the only thing that seems to be working for him so far tonight. Gillum in the shotgun again. He'll send in Reed in motion. And he's going to take the snap. Gillum trying to hit Reed there. Short pass. Pass is complete, but it's going to be well short of the markers. I think I got back to the original line, but that's about it. And so here we go again. It's fourth down. Hunter Reed with the reception. Gain of a couple yards on the play. And so it'll be right back to the original line. So again, a two there. So it'll bring up fourth and ten. Ball of where we started at, the 11-yard line. 9.20 9.20 to go into the second quarter. And again, Effingham looks for the E going for it. As Gillum will be in the shotgun. He'll send and read in motion again. And Gillum's going to roll to the left side this time. Throws on the run towards the end of the end zone, and it's going to be incomplete. As the lot was turned around there in the end zone, and no chance of catching that, but we'll wait to see what the penalty is. As the flag came out, and the initial indication looked to be on Muhammad. That's what I'm thinking. I the referee pointed was, uh, towards that way. Or maybe it was past interference. Uh, it was in that direction. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to be past interference on uh, Muhammad. And so that's going to give the hearts a new lease on life. And it's going to be, should be a new set of downs. After all is said and done there. So, it'll be FEM with a first and goal at the, or a fourth and goal at the sixth. So, it's going to be Gillum taking a snap. He's looking to pass. Goes back to his left. Caught by Reed, but he's going to be stopped short of the end zone. And it was a short little completion there. Got it to about the five-yard line, but not much else there. And that's going to be a turnover on down. So, again, the Bulldogs hold FEM out of the end zone. Again, second second time in this game already. FEM's been on the 11-yard line, but nothing to show for him. That was only a one-yard game there. Yeah, if game was un- un- unable to take advantage of the uh, opportunity there being so close and the uh, pass interference uh, call and everything. But uh, they got Muhammad deep in their own territory. They've stopped him a few times here tonight, so why not do it again? Dyer and Johnson are going to set up shop inside the end zone, hand off to a Johnson trying to find a room to run on that left side, and he got back to the line of scrimmage, and Cobra Line was one of the first guys there to meet him in the hole. And it's a short little gainer there. Maybe gain of about two there. So that'll get him at least a little bit more breathing room out of the end zone. But still a short little gain there on the, another carry by Johnson. Yeah, nothing nothing doing there. Two-yard gain up to the seven. 
That's going to be Dyer into the shotgun. Dyer's going to hand it off. Nope, it's going to be a fake. Throws out a little bit of a screen Dyer there, and Weaver knocks him out of bounds, and Wall was a catch there. And Weaver was one of the players that pushed him out. That was Raymond Long with the reception. And it'll bring up third and about five for Muhammad at their own 10-yard line. Dyer. Three-yard gain there on the pass. Dyer in the shotgun. Going to a hard count, and here's the snap. Looking to pass it over the right side. He's flushed out of the pocket, throws on the run, and it's going to be complete to Dyer. The Peters. Trey Peters with a reception. And that's going to be a first down on the far side of the field. So move the chains. Moving the pocket and the 21 yard line first and so that's going to be a gain up to the 21 yard line. 11 yard gain there. Yard gain, yeah, 11 yard gain there on that uh, pass. That's uh, only Mahomes' second uh, first down game. And a dire empty is set in the shotgun. Maybe trying to set up a screen. They do, and it's going to be a flag immediately as it's caught. So we'll wait to see what the flag is on. It's going to be on Muhammad. Tell what the call was there. It's going to back him up five yards. Maybe it was a false start. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it was either. Can tell the call there. It'll be first and 15. Ball at the 16. Dyer takes the snap in the shotgun. Here comes the rush. It's going to set up a screen and ooh, almost intercepted there by Spencer Fox. Pagel, they were trying to get it to Pagel, but it goes incomplete. Spencer Fox breaks that up. Like Spencer yeah. Fox was the one to break it up there. He's going to be the spire trying to blow up those screens. Second down and a 15 ball at the 16. And it's going to be Dyer into the shotgun. Looks like Peters is back there with him. He's going to shift Peter out to the left. And the Dyer's looking over towards that way. Throw to the sideline to Peters. It's going to be caught. And a missed tackle by FEM. He's at the 30-20. And he tries to juke him in. He does just that. Nope, they're going to say he stepped out. He was forced out. And they're going to say it was about the 10-yard line is where he was forced out. A big pass completion. From the 16-yard line all the way up here into FEM territory, Muhammad knocking into the red zone. Or another going to say he stepped out at about the 19. 65-yard pass play there. Dyer's going to take the snap, and he's going to hand off to Johnson, left side, trying to turn the corner. He gets to about the 15-yard line before he's brought down and made and pushed out of bounds. So a four-yard game there for Johnson. And a big pass play there down the sideline to Peters. Yeah, it was definitely a big, big Ooh, pass play 65 there. 65 yards. Yeah, that hurts. So it's going to be a Dyer into the shotgun, a second down and a seven. Ball at the 16-yard line for Muhammad in FEM territory. Dyer will be in the shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to look the throw. He throws out here. Jump ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Long. With the intended receiver, and that's just going to fall incomplete. So it'll bring up third and seven on the incompletion. Yeah, he tried to uh, 
probably from the corner of the end zone there. It's uh, too high, a little too far. Third and a seven a ball at the FEM 16 for Muhammad. They are winning seven at zero with 709 to go in the first half. Dyer in the shotgun again. Johnson to his left. And a Dyer is going to take this snap and he's going to hand off to a Johnson. He's going to be just shy of that first down marker, so it's going to bring up fourth down. But he carried it probably about six yards. So it'll bring up fourth and one. So it'll be carried to about the 11-yard line is where the officials are standing here on the sideline. And you need to get to the 10, so... Quick, get to the line quick, and Bulldogs score free, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Everybody lost him. That's Johnson. They had a bunch formation that time, and even I didn't know who had the ball, and Johnson scores into the end zone for a touchdown. An 11-yard run for Johnson, and it's 13-0 Muhammad. Yeah, nice little uh, bunch formation, like you said there, Travis, and they handed the ball to Johnson. I was kind of lost, too, and wondered who had it until we uh, ran into the end zone. But uh, 13 up, Muhammad, the kick is up. Up, and, and it's Davis good. Point after attempt, and it's so good. Davis makes the uh, point after, and it's going to be 14 nothing, Muhammad, and they lead with 628. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad High School. Uh, it's 14-0 Bulldogs. Effingham got burned on that deep pass. 65-yard pass play to Peters sets up. Muhammad and Johnson finished things off there with an 11-yard touchdown run. Seven-play drive there for Muhammad, and they kick off, and Dustin's going to field it at the five-yard line, but bobbles it a little bit. He has to track it down at the goal line, and Dustin's going to run to his right side trying to find room to run, and he can't find a lot, and that's going to be a tackle at about the nine-yard line. So... Yeah, no really running room there for uh, for Dunstan after he bobbled it. Luckily, he grabbed, grabbed it at one was able to get it uh, a little bit further away from the end zone. So the Hearts were backed up in their backed up in the end zone there to start this uh, next drive. But uh, for the Hearts, you know, you got to uh, you know they haven't been able to take advantage of the uh, the field position they've been given, and they uh, definitely need to uh, get something going. I mean, down fourteen nothing here. I mean, they're they're down, but they're definitely not not out of this game. And it's still early, and they're backed up toward the end the end zone this time, though, at the nine-yard line, and it's going to be Gillen taking the snap. He's going to hand off to a Dunstan, and he's going to be tackled here inside the five-yard line. So a loss of about four yards that time, and Muhammad blew that play up. Yeah, they did. They were all over that play. Dunstan had uh, no, no row and uh, loss of four. 
So it'll be uh, down to the five-yard line, second down A and a 14 after the four-yard loss there on that run by Dudson. And so Gillum just in front of the goal line and will take the snap, and he's going to be tackled inside the end zone, but he didn't get out of it. They're going to say he's uh, short. So he did not get tackled inside the end zone. Uh, the half-yard line is where they're going to spot it. Uh, nowhere to go that time for Muhammad or for Effingham. Excuse me. No, there was. Uh, Muhammad was all over that one, and uh, hard to get out of, the, out of the end zone here and uh, go, for, go for a deep pass or something, something tricky and uh, keep his drive alive. Third and 18 at the one-yard line, basically the half-yard line of 4 FEM, and they're going to let the clock go all the way down here and burn some clock and then take the timeout because we got the play clock, no more time on that. So FEM will talk about it with third and 18 at the one-yard line. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. FEM trails here 14 to nothing in the second quarter. They're listening to Hard Football here on Jack FM. Why do we love your pets? Because you do. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Think of us as your other family doctor. Your pets are part of your family, and they need regular doctor visits just like you. These are exciting times because many procedures to treat humans have been adapted to diagnose and treat animals. Our doctors and our staff combine breakthrough veterinary medicine with compassion that your pet can feel. FNM Vet Clinic, your other family doctor, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at the Muhammad Seymour High School as Effingham has it on a third and 18 at the half-yard line, their own half-yard line. So they're in trouble of a safety here. They're going to be set up inside the end zone, basically. Gillum's going to go up under center. And Gillum's going to take the snap. He's looking to throw, and he throws it out there, and it's going to be incomplete, but here come the flag. We could have pass interference here. They were looking to hit Belcher on the right side. And it's going to be a pass interference on Muhammad, so that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, they were looking for Belcher, and for one, that pass was short, and the wind uh, definitely affected it there. But, uh, yeah, definitely a pass interference on Muhammad. How do you call a pass at the half-yard line? And with the wind like that, it did just pick up there right as Gillum was dropping back to throw it. But it did. It did. You definitely knows it didn't And they don't even get the first down. That's how long there was to go. So it'll still be third down and three after the 15-yard pass and a Ferris penalty. Moves this ball up to the 16-yard line, so that's good and makes this third down a little bit more manageable. And so Gillum will go up in the center again, traditional high formation. Dunson in the backfield, and Gillum will take the snap. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunson trying to find room to run. Cuts it back to the left side, and he got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe he picked up a yard, but that's it. Uh, he's going to be stopped shy of the first down marker. So it's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth and a long three. And here comes the punting unit for Effingham. After that, no gainer there by Dunstan. So, Muhammad flagged for the pass interference, but FEM can't convert there on that short third down. And it's going to be a Stefton 
Michael Stetson going to put it away. No one back there to receive the punt for Muhammad. Stetson standing about the five-yard line, and he gets it off, and it's a nice kick, and it's a nice high kick. Takes a bounce at the 40-yard line, but takes a bounce, a good bounce for Muhammad, and they're going to touch it about the 36-yard line. So, FEM just punting it away there once again. Yeah, definitely unable to take advantage of the uh, 15-yard uh, pass interference call there and uh, not nothing doing and a uh, short punt. And uh, I know it's windy here, so it takes that into effect, but uh, short field here for Muhammad. And it's going to be up. at the 36-yard line for Muhammad. And a Dyer into the shotgun. Got two receivers split out on the left. And Dyer takes his snap. And he's looking over towards that way. Uh, throws it down the middle, looking for Peters, and it's going to be incomplete. Martin was on the coverage there, but it's going to go incomplete. Trying to hit Peters for another big one. So, Ball spotted at the 36-yard line, and the pass was incomplete there for Muhammad. Yeah, just a little too high for Peters there, and Martin was there for Effingham, but he wasn't able to reload in either, so... Second and 10, 36 for Pass high, and Peters is pretty tall out there. He, so he is, yeah. It's going to be Dyer into the shotgun, and uh, Muhammad seems to be a little bit discombobulated, but they hand it off to a Johnson looking the room on the left side. Can't find anybody, and maybe a loss. Loss of about a yard. He's Mike Love, one of the first guys there on the stop for Effingham. So it's going to be a loss of about one. So it'll bring a third and 11. FEM's deepest line has been doing a great job so far. You know, so far this game being able to stop Muhammad uh, when they needed to. So let's see if they can do it here again. Dyer going to be in the shotgun, a bunched formation this time for the Bulldogs on third and 11. And they're going to hand it off there on a short little double pass. And it's going to be... Hammerschmidt carrying the football. He's going to be close as he's pushed out of bounds, close to the first down markers. Think they're going to give it to him. They do. First and ten. So a gain of about 13 yards there on the carry by Hammerschmidt. And it's going to be a first down of four Muhammad on the kind of an end around play that time by Hammerschmidt. First and ten. Ball spotted at the 21. Dyer in the shotgun again, and Dyer is looking to pass it here to the right side, and he gets it away. Pass is complete, and it's going to be a to Hammerschmidt again. Hammerschmidt was the intended receiver. And it's going to be complete to about the 19-yard line, but there is a flag, and it's coming back. We got holding on Muhammad. So holding will be the call on the Bulldogs. So we'll wipe out that short little pass gain. So that'll back the Bulldogs up here on a first and probably about 15 now after they walk off this penalty. Yep, there they are. That's Mama's uh, fourth fourth penalty of the night for uh, 30 yards. First down. They have a 21 on the scoreboard. Ball at the 32, and Dyer is looking to pass it here on the right side, and the pass uh, is complete. Pagel with the reception, 
and he gets it to about the 25-yard line is where they stop it. Still good for a good game that time. For sure, again, it was uh, seven there. So still be second down and about 13 for the Bulldogs. Sires in the shotgun. He's going to look to pass to his right side, and that's going to be a too long again. Sires is intended to long near the end zone. And that's going to bring up third down. Uh, that was definitely that was a nice pass by uh, Dyer DeLong, just uh, long, long as tall as well, but uh, too tall over his head. And a little bit, a little bit better. He did have a step on the uh, FEM defender there, but uh, luckily it was over his head. Third and 15 for Bahamas. Let's see if the FEM defense can do what they do so well, have done so well this year and tonight and stop the Bulldogs. Peters 6-5 along 6-4 on the receivers there. Third and... About 13, a Dyer takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Johnson right side, trying to pull his way forward, and he gets stopped just shy of the 20-yard line before Mindendorf and Fox was also in there on the stop, and that's going to be way short, and it'll be fourth and nine on the six-yard game that time for Johnson. Bulldog fans, this could be one of those. So, Saul spotted at the 21-yard line for Muhammad, fourth down to nine. Coming up on two minutes to go here in the second quarter. Muhammad's already leading 14 to zero. Dyer going to be in the shotgun. Two receivers split out here to the right, and there's going to be a stoppage of play before we can get going. I think Muhammad took a timeout. They did. Coach Adkins soaks the timeout, so we'll take a quick one as well. 2.03 to go in the second quarter. It's fourth down for Muhammad, and we'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to FM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad High School. Fourth down and a nine ahead of the Hearts 21 for the Bulldogs. They're already leading 14 nothing, and they're going for it here. And the Dyer's going to be in the shotgun. Got three receivers split out to the left. And I think it's Peters here singled out here on the right. That's long, actually. And the Dyer's going to throw it up for grabs into the end zone, and it's going to be picked off. Picked off by Effingham. Couldn't see who picked that one off. Trying to hit long. And number four on Effingham. And it's Busher again. Wade Busher with another interception this season. And that is going to be an interception on Muhammad. So FEM will take over, and it was in the end zone, so it'll be a touchback out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, Dyer just kind of threw it up there for Long, and uh, Butcher, Butcher was right there, and they, it was kind of kind of short. Long had to reach for it, and uh, Butcher was there and able to haul it in, and Hearts have uh, thrown out their coin. 
And it'll be uh, Gillum taking the snap under center, sending Belcher in motion, and he's going to hand off to Dunstan. But Muhammad's in the backfield already, and there's going to be ball on the turf, but they're going to say Dunstan was down. The uh, lead official coming in and saying that Dunstan was already on the ground after he fumbled it. So luckily for the Hurts, they'll retain possession, but they did lose a few yards there. On to the run there by Dunstan. So like we lost two on that play. But yeah, luckily they recovered it and avoided. It could have been definitely could have been disastrous. Man, always talking about the self-inflicted mistakes, man. Nearer one right there. I think I've just got the interception, but then they fumble it. Luckily they get it back. Second down and a 12 ball at the 18, and Gillum's going to keep it here. He's going to keep it up the middle, and Muhammad wasn't ready for it. He's got the first down and some. He's slung down shy of the 35-yard line. So a good run there by Gillum again, and that's a first down for the Hearts. Yeah, that was a nice job by Gillum. He had me faked out. I thought uh, well done Dustin had it. I was paying attention to him, and I didn't see uh, Gillum running up the middle. But, uh, up to the nice 34-yard line. Nice job. And a 14-yard gain that time, and Gillum's going to carry it again, and he's going to get it across the 35-yard line. So it'll be a gain of about two or three that time for Gillum. They're going to say it's two. We got 35 seconds to go in the second quarter clock. And FEM does have two more timeouts if they want them, I believe, or they don't have any more timeouts. I'm looking at Muhammad's side. So they're out of timeout, so they can't stop it if they wanted to. Right. They're just going to have to uh, keep trudging down the field and hope for the best here. So to be uh, Belcher in motion, and, and it's going to be handed off to a Dunson right side. He squirts free up the middle, and he gets it to about the 45-yard line. The clock will stop momentarily for the, for the change to reset, but we got six seconds on the first half clock. The FEM unfortunately just burned a timeout, so that'll do it. So that'll do it for halftime, and it's halftime here. So here at halftime at Muhammad on a cold, windy night here in Muhammad. It's 14 nothing Bulldogs over the hearts here at halftime, and we'll be back. We'll take a look at the uh, first half stats as well as we'll try to take uh, some scores around the area. And we'll check out on that Illini game as well going on at Memorial Stadium. Chilly night for football. Hey, it's finally football weather here. And we'll check on the scores from around the area in a little bit. And we'll get some first-half stats for you as FEM makes their way over to their practice field locker room. And uh, so we'll be uh, right back in a few minutes. And it's 14 nothing Muhammad leading at the half. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Reliable and local. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Some places only do lube work. Some places do engines or transmissions. Crossroads Truck Equipment does everything. With a 40-year reputation of keeping drivers where they need to be, in the driver's seat, depend on Crossroads Truck Equipment for preventive maintenance this fall to gear up for the Midwest winter ahead. Family-owned with hometown pride, service, and value. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. 
With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. Why do we love your pets? Because you do. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Think of us as your other family doctor. Your pets are part of your family, and they need regular doctor visits just like you. These are exciting times because many procedures to treat humans have been adapted to diagnose and treat animals. Our doctors and our staff combine breakthrough veterinary medicine with compassion that your pet can feel. FNM Vet Clinic, your other family doctor, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Now, time for the Effingham Football Halftime Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School. Uh, it is senior night here at Muhammad. As they're announcing some of Bayana's seniors out on the track right now. But here at halftime, it is 14 to nothing. Muhammad Seymour with the leap. Try to recap the scoring here as Muhammad scored a quick on their second play of the game. They scored 11 seconds into the game as it was a 68-yard screen pass from Lucas Dyer to Pagel as they were setting up a screen there and and Muhammad made the extra point so that made it 7 to 2 nothing and there from that point forward it was a bunch of turnovers on down and first half really filled with a lot of punts here tonight with the wind causing havoc every now and then it's windy every now and then the wind gusts causing some havoc on the passing game but Muhammad has had some success in the screen game and also has some success throwing the deep ball as well when the wind hasn't been gusting. And that set up their second touchdown of the night. It was a 65-yard pass down the sidelines to Trey Peters. And that eventually set up an 11-yard touchdown run by Luke Johnson. That finished off an eight-play drive, or a seven-play drive, 
for uh, Muhammad there, and that got him on the board. And that was about 6.15 left to go in the uh, second quarter, and that's where we stand. As it was FEM getting a late interception there by Wade Busher, but FEM had no timeouts on the 20-yard line. I had a couple of good runs, but unfortunately time just ran out of them with no timeouts in their pockets. So uh, that's where we stand at halftime of Muhammad. 14, FEM 0. Again, FEM, talk about it every single week. Some self-inflicted mistakes and uh, just getting it into the red zone there. Got it down to the 11-yard line twice. But nothing else to show for it once they got down there to that side of the field. And that's what happened on the losing end of the scoreboard here. 14-0 to with Muhammad with the lead here at half. Yeah, Muhammad's got the lead here at half. Uh, 14-0 to Like you said, Travis just hasn't been able to uh, take advantage take advantage of the uh, opportunities. Um, had the ball at the 11-yard uh, 11, 11 line twice and uh, just unable to take advantage, advantage of that. And, uh, you know, I think Muhammad's starting to figure out the FEM's offense a little bit and it would have been it would have been helpful for uh, FEM to take advantage of some of those uh, situations. Your but they, uh, unfortunately, we're, we're not able to. But, uh, no doubt. We're only down 14 nothing here at uh, halftime versus versus Bahamas. They're, they're, they're down, but they're definitely definitely not out. And got to have football left to play. And there's there, there a lot of stuff that can happen. And, uh, you know, Bahamas had a couple pass interference penalties called on them. And, uh, you know, it's hard, hard to uh, – I don't know what's going to happen. They could, uh, they could definitely take it, uh, advantage of some other stuff that happens in the second half. But, uh, as we look at, uh, look at some stats here, first for uh, Muhammad Seymour, for uh, Luke Johnson, he's got uh, 12 carries on 45 yards and one touchdown. Cameron Schmidt's got one carry for 15 yards. Uh, Passing-wise, passing uh, Dyer's got the uh, Dyer 6 for 13 with 156 yards and uh, one touchdown. He does have uh, one interception as well. Pagel, he's got two catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Peters got two catches for 76 yards. Uh, Johnson's got one catch for two yards. Long's got one catch for, uh, for three yards. And uh, penalties for Muhammad. They've got uh, Adam up here. They've got uh, five penalties for uh, 45 yards, but they still lead here at halftime, 14-14 nothing for Effingham. Uh, Weldon Dunstan, 11 carries, only 21 yards rushing. Uh, Weldon, excuse me, that was Weldon Dunstan, 11 carries, 21 yards. Gage Gill, 11 carries for 105 yards. Gage Gill in passing, not much, not much doing passing. He's only one for five. Two-yard pass. The passing game hasn't been the best night for Effingham due to the windy situation. And that two-yard pass was to uh, was to uh, Hunter Reed. Effingham's got the three penalties, 25 yards. Uh, Jacob Weaver does have a uh, get a nice uh, kickoff run there to uh, open the game, 30-yard 30-yard run. But uh, those are the 
windy night here tonight, so the offense is down. Offense is down quite a bit. I mean, both teams are doing doing well defensively. It's just that Muhammad's got those couple big, couple big plays. You know, that 68-yard bomb to 49 seconds into the game, and then the other 68, to, or excuse me, has a 68-yard touchdown and another 65-yard pass later on in the game, and uh, they're able to. Uh, so they've got a couple of big pass plays there, and really nothing doing. Really, the big plays for Effingham have come from their their quarterback. He's been able to run the ball up the middle and to either side of the field down the sideline, get, get some big yards that way. But uh, other than that, nothing nothing really doing in, in the passing game for, for Effingham. And uh, you know, like I said, Travis has been unable to take care of uh, or take advantage, excuse me, of the uh, of the penalties, the field field position. And, Put, put the ball in the end, end zone and, uh, you know, like Coach Effner talked to you about the attention, attention to detail. They're, uh, I know they only have three penalties, but, uh, you know, if they don't take advantage of, uh, you know, what Muhammad does wrong, they're uh, definitely not going to uh, advance much here in this game either. But like I said, they're, they're down, but they're, they're not out. Oh, and as we noted here, as we've gone along and, and the game, uh, it seems like Muhammad has started to uh, figure out what FEM wants to do, really trying to key in on and Gillum taking away those big runs that he's had into the early going. And they slowly started to uh, take advantage, and they slowly started to make some stops there. So we'll see what kind of adjustments uh, to be made. And not ideal conditions for the passing game down there on the field and not ideal conditions here. We're surviving the elements. Here tonight in Muhammad, finally starting to feel like football as we came in here to Muhammad. The tailgaters were out, exciting times once again here in Muhammad. It's a community that's growing, thriving. The football program is successful, and the football program is thriving as well. The enrollment just continues to climb as they're safely into a 5A school now. And they had 120 kids come out this year for football. So uh, really exciting times here for Muhammad as a community. And uh, they are currently up 14 nothing here at the half over FEM. So we will take a timeout, and we will try to track down some other scores from around the area and check on that Illini game over on 98.9, the game with Nebraska. So we'll be back in a few minutes here as we continue on with the halftime report again. Mount Zion 14, FEM 0 at the half. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. SeaTech Construction Trades Education Curriculum will be having their annual steak cookout fundraiser on October 12th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Topless Banquet Hall. Come out and support the trades and enjoy steak, sides, entertainment, and silent auction items. Tickets are only $40 each and can be purchased at MERS Heating and Air Conditioning or reserve your ticket by calling MERS at 217-342-2323. Donations also appreciated. Money raised will support the SeaTech class. Reliable and local. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. 
Some places only do lube work. Some places do engines or transmissions. Crossroads Truck Equipment does everything. With a 40-year reputation of keeping drivers where they need to be, in the driver's seat. Depend on Crossroads Truck Equipment for preventive maintenance this fall to gear up for the Midwest winter ahead. Family-owned with hometown pride, service, and value. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School, currently at the half here in this Apollo Conference. Still here in week seven, it's 14-0 Muhammad with the lead over Effingham. Let's check around the scores from around the area. Currently going on over on our sister station, 98.9 at the game. Nebraska and Illinois there at Memorial Stadium. There's a short little drive away in Champaign. It's 3 nothing Nebraska with the lead, and that one's about eight minutes, nine minutes to go in the second quarter there with the Cornhuskers in a defensive battle there with the Illini as well. I'm sure causing havoc in the passing game there as well. Other games from around the area in the Apollo. It's Mount Zion, a 14-7 over Charleston at the half. Is uh, This one was the one we were looking out for in the LIC. Casey with the lead over Mount Carmel, 12-6 to is the score at halftime with Casey in the lead, trying to keep their undefeated season alive. And now they've only given up 12 points all year. Shelbyville, 20-0 to over Central A&M at the half. Shelbyville trying to keep their undefeated season going. Arcola, 14 to 7 at the half over Sagamon Valley. Arthur, 28 to 7 over Sarah Gordo. Another Apollo Conference score, Matt Toon over Taylorville. And that game's in the second quarter. It is also. Don't see any other scores from around the area here. I think that's all that I see for now. Witchfield, 16 nothing over Staunton. That's another one uh, there. Of course, the uh, uh, of course the uh, state tournament going on in a boys and a girls golf up there. We have uh, some athletes both from FEM and uh, St. Anthony. Topolis as an individual, I know Muhammad is there at state as well as a team in two A, and also Charleston and Matt Toon participating uh, there. You can find some of those scores uh, over on our website fmradio.com and look at the tee time for tomorrow's uh, second round of the uh, state tournament in a boys and a girls golf there 
all over the place in that state tournament yeah, with big uh, a couple of the tournaments going on in Bloomington and one going on in Normal, the other one's going on in Decatur, and that's just a couple of the spots where the state tournament is going on currently today and tomorrow uh, there for the state tournament in the golf and successful season going on right now for the Hart soccer team they are 13 and 5 and 1 on the season for coach Arnie and the crew and uh, that ties the school record for most wins in a season for FEM so far and still got a couple more games to go before regional play begins for the Hart there so again it's 14 to nothing here at halftime here in Muhammad and next week Effingham will be coming back home for senior night of their own they'll be coming back home to take on Mount Zion and Mount Zion for senior night next week there in Effingham and then closing out the season in a matchup against the Orphans of Centralia. Centralia, they were two and four entering this week on the season, and uh, so we'll see what's on the line for both teams uh, there in week nine, but say I've never been to Centralia before, so interested to uh, go there, see where that is all about, but uh, here, it's Muhammad with the lead of 14 to nothing. You see Muhammad out there on the uh, field as the band exited and FEM still uh, waiting to take the field over to our right here and so um, what is uh, FEM and uh, what does Matt uh, Muhammad need to do to uh, keep it going? What does Muhammad need to do to keep it going and keep maintaining this lead and FEM, what do they need to do to get back in it? Well, FEM, they just need to take advantage Take advantage of the good field position if they, if they get any more. Or take advantage of you know, Muhammad's mistakes. And, uh, you know, like you said, I think uh, Muhammad's figured out Effingham's offense. So maybe Coach Hefner and uh, his other coaches have some, maybe have, have some tricks up their sleeve. See maybe they uh, could do, do a little bit, do something maybe to throw uh, Muhammad, Muhammad off course maybe and see if they can push the ball in the end zone. Uh, like I said, I think they figured out Effingham's offense. Uh, for Muhammad, I mean, I think you just keep keep doing keep doing what you're doing. You're up you're up 14 to nothing on uh, on senior night. They definitely want to send their seniors out out with a win. Um, you know, they've been they've been doing a good job uh, passing the ball. I know it's windy out, so it's not the best best passing. Uh, you know, Luke Johnson's been doing a doing a good job of uh, running the ball and stuff. I know he hasn't really. Uh, he has that one touchdown. He was, uh, you know, he has like 45 yards. But uh, he's been doing a good job carrying the ball. And uh, if you're Muhammad, you keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, you know, just keep keep this lead and uh, try to try to get out of here with the victory night here on on senior night. Well, they will start. FM will start off with the football as they won the coin toss, but then they heard here to the second half, so they'll start off with the ball to try to do something with it and uh, try to get on their scoreboard here in uh, Muhammad, and Muhammad trying to close out the season uh, strong as well as uh, they close out Apollo Conference play next week 
with Matt Kuhn. And then they close out the regular season, and I know that they've come up short in the postseason in the last few years, only a quarterfinal appearance. And I say only a quarterfinal appearance. I know Mount Zion was looking for a whole lot more with uh, what they had uh, the last couple of years. And so they'll look to keep it going here and they're looking towards the postseason. And, of course, FEM hopes to be there as well. We'll see what they do in the next coming next couple of weeks, see what, how this game finishes out, and then see what uh, Mount Zion is. You know, Mount Zion, the game was close last year. A couple of plays go FEM's way. That game could have been differently, if not for a couple of big plays there for Mount Zion. We'll see the Braves next week. And like I mentioned, they close out with uh, Centralia. Uh, they're in Centralia, so we'll come back home next week. Plus, on the field at Washington State and Bank Stadium. And looking up things, uh, Muhammad, they close out the season with Quincy. That's about 1,800 students, uh, so a little bit of a size advantage for uh, Quincy in that department. Uh, Muhammad knocking on the door of 1,000 uh, students in their classification. So, uh, as I mentioned in the pregame, it's all about FEM and all about getting the wins. They'll have the points because of how strong the Apollo Conference has been this season and their non-conference opponents as well with uh, Mount Carmel and uh Centralia with a couple of wins as well. Robinson, they picked up their first win the other week. But they're against Newton on Newton's homecoming uh, tonight, both searching for their second win of the season. So, FEM will have the points, but the question will be whether they'll have uh, the win. Yeah, that's what they're trying to search for here in the second half. So, both teams down the sidelines, and we're about ready to get this one going. Again, uh, thanks for joining us, however you are doing so, and Right before the kickoff, I want to shout out our sponsors here. Uh, Rush Truckson is Incorporated, Dietrich Bank, Mercy Heating and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, Effie and Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, Weston Company, Wet Pools and Spas. And we haven't got a Look at My Chicken Pulling My Pork Barbecue touchdown as of yet, but they do uh, sponsor our touchdowns. And uh, there's good news because Look at My Chicken Pulling My Pork Barbecue has a new temporary location. As it's outside the Truckers Pub at 1707 Avenue of Mid-America. So come on down and try them out. They promise you won't regret it. That's licking my chicken, pulling my pork, a barbecue, and they sponsor FEM Touchdown this season, and we appreciate it. So go check them out at their temporary new location outside of the Truckers Pub in Effingham. So we're looking for a look at my chicken, pulling my pork, barbecue, touchdown, and this is the second half because FEM will start off with the ball. Weaver and Dunstan will back to receive the kick from Muhammad, and they're standing about their five-yard line. Not a lot of kicks have gone up in the air tonight due to the wind, and we're off and running in the second half. It looks like Weaver's going to take it off one bounce, and he's going to feel it about the eight-yard line, and he shakes off one Bulldog defender, and he trips up as he just got across the 15-yard line, and they're going to spot it about the 18-yard line is where... Muhammad brings them down, and so FEM will start off with the ball there at about the 18-yard line to begin the second half. Yeah, Weaver uh, wanted more there, and uh, he kind of took off that Muhammad defender, but he said Muhammad defender uh, was able to uh, grab onto him and trip him up just enough to stop him, but uh, Weaver definitely wanted more on that on that run back and uh, could have got it, but uh, it is what it is. The hearts start, start from the 17-yard line here to start the 
second half. Yeah, as I say, they actually mark him at the 17-yard line. Officially is where Effingham's going to take over here to start the uh, third quarter, and they're going to start off with a pass, and Gillum was met right with a bulldog in his face, and he had to turn the corner quickly, but he's not going to get away from a big loss. So I think they got him for about a five-yard loss on the play anyways. So it'll bring up second and long on the first play as it was blown up by Muhammad's defense. And that's going to be a loss all the way back to about the uh, 14-yard line. So a loss of three. Yeah, definitely not the way FPM wanted to start out the uh, second half. But, uh, yeah, Gillen was trying to look for somebody to use the pass to, but it was met by uh, four or five Bulldog defenders there as the FPM hearts tend to uh, player there on, on the sideline. Yeah, there was a Hearts player that was shaking up a little bit. I think that's Colton Webb over there. It is, and he just walked over to the sideline on his own power. So there was a momentary stoppage of play there, but we're back to live action now. Second and own and a 13 of 4 FM, and they have it at their own 14-yard line. Gillum's going to stand in the shotgun. Got two receivers split out of the right, read in motion. And Gillum's going to take the snap, and he's going to keep it again. He tries to kick it back up the middle. He's got it to the 20, just shy of the 20-yard line, actually. And uh, so he got it just past the original line of scrimmage. Major so Gallier. it's still going to bring down a third and about nine to go for FM. Ball to the 19-yard line. Again, about five yards there on the short carry by Gillum. Yeah, again, they close back to the original uh, line of there. Does the Gillum, but a quick uh, third and eight here for, for Effingham, so let's see if we can keep this drive going. Gillum will be in the shotgun, got two receivers split out of the right. Reed goes in motion again over to that right side, and Gillum takes a snap, and he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He throws on the run, and the pass is going to be incomplete. It was short as they were trying to get it to Watts there, but it's going to fall harmlessly to the ground. And so it'll be a fourth and eight. So FEM will have to set up for another punt here. Fourth down. Gillum trying to complete the pass on the run. Just couldn't hit lots on the run there. No, he could not. Ball was well short of uh, well short of lots, and lots was uh, covered by the Muhammad Seymour defender. Uh, Donovan Lewis and Brandon Pagel back there to receive the punt this time, and Stefton gets it away, and it bounces at the 40-yard line, and Muhammad just lets it get away. And uh, so that's where Effingham's going to touch it down. After that three and out by the heart, Muhammad will take over, and uh, they'll take over in Effingham territory already. Ball's going to be about the 40-yard line. I was starting in a good field position here. And, yes. Uh, Effingham's defense line has done a great job. But uh, if, if I was them, if he run, run the ball, you know, for Muhammad, I'd try to, you know, strip it out of their hands if I can. Dyer with the snap. He's going to hand it off to a Johnson trying to find room to the left side. But he's uh, swallowed up by the hard defensive line, and they bring him down for a short game. Maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Mindendorf, Love, Donaldson, they're all there in the area of the tackle. So it will be a no gain. So we'll bring up second down and a 10 ball at the 40. 
And Dyer's going to be in the shotgun again. Johnson to his right. And Dyer takes the snap. It's going to be a toss out to Johnson. He goes and jukes out one guy, and he turns the corner. He's at the 30, and he's pushed out of bounds just side of the 20-yard line. So Johnson carries it on the toss in a big run there for Muhammad. And they're going to be spotted about the 21-yard line. So a gain of about 18 or 19 there. So it'll be first and 10 on the Bulldogs. They're a nice run by Johnson. Entire takes a snap in the shotgun. He's going to go for a long into the end zone and a sliding catch touchdown. Muhammad, 22-yard touchdown officially. Too long for the TD. And Muhammad leads 20 to nothing. Dyer too long. And fireworks go out here. Um, late on the fireworks, but they eventually went up. On to attempt the point after. Kick is up, and it's good for the Bulldogs. And so it's 21 nothing. Davis with the... Uh, Point after attempt, good. It's 21 nothing. Muhammad with 9.07 to go in the third. We'll take a quick 30-second break. You're listening to Hard Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group. And guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Twenty-two yard, a touchdown pass from Dyer to Long makes it twenty-one nothing. Muhammad ends up running away, a short kick. This time, and Effingham's just going to let it roll out of bounds, and the flag goes up in the air. So that's going to be a violation with the kickoff going out of bounds. So Effingham will take over there as they trail here. 9.07 remaining in the third quarter, and Muhammad scores on their first possession of the second half. And see what Effingham can do after another three and out for them on their first possession of the second half as ball will be spotted at the 35-yard line, it looks like. I'll officially take over from there. High formation, Gillum go up under center. And Gillum, short little throw pass to complete to a lot on the screen. He tries to stiff arm a man, and he falls just shy of the 40-yard line. They're going to say they give it to him. So he got about a five-yard gainer there on the short little pass to Lott. Just trying to get a short completion there. Sure, that's uh, Gillum's, only Gillum's second completion of, uh, of the game. Yeah, whatever they can get it, whatever they can get it, they're 
you go for it. So it'll be Gillum up on his center again. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan. He, when he was stumbling and falling as he received in the handoff, and that's going to be a tackle for a loss in the backfield. And uh, that is Mr. Galler. Dropped in the backfield by Jack Galler. That's going to be a loss of about three there, so that'll bring up third and eight on the loss that time. And I think I'm going to set up in the shotgun this time. Gillum has Dunstan just to his left there. And Gillum takes the snap, fakes it to a man in motion, and throws down the middle, and it's going to be intercepted by Muhammad. Interception, Muhammad. Braden Garrett with the interception. So Garrett with the INT, and Muhammad will take over. And uh, they'll have another opportunity to score more points here. Yeah, just uh, that pass was, uh, you can definitely tell that the, uh, the wind, uh, wind affected that one. And he was looking for, uh, for Colton Webb, and it was over Webb's head. And Tom uh, was able to take advantage of that and uh, intercept it. And they get the ball back with 751 left to go here in the third quarter with the opportunity to put more points on the board. And we'll wait for the Muhammad ball to be switched out. And I think they're going to spot it about the 40-yard line is where they're going to spot it. And so spot it at the 39, I guess, officially. So Dyer will be in the shotgun. For Muhammad takes the snap, and it's going to be a quick little screener out here. Pass is complete. Shakes off one guy and uh, then goes out of bounds for a short little gain, possibly. Nagel with the reception. Nagel with the reception. Corbeline was the first man to stop it, and they're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage, and that was it. So a gain of zero on that pass to Pagel. Dyer's going to be in the shotgun again. Two receivers split out on each side of the line. They'll send one of those men in motion, and they're going to get it on the uh, carry. He's got it, and he turns the corner. He's down the sideline. That's Pagel, and he's gone. 10-5 touchdown. 61-yard or 60-yard touchdown run there by Pagel, and it's 27 to nothing, Muhammad. 7-0-7 remaining in the game or remaining in the third quarter, I should say. Just like that, uh, Muhammad uh, turns the uh, interception into points. and uh... Just like that is exactly right. Uh, Another big chunk play there by Pagel. And Muhammad, 27-0 now as they'll go and attempt to the point after. To try to convert here. Don't know what's taking so long. There we go. We're going to line up for it. Lewis is going to line up to attempt the point after, and it looks like Hammerschmidt will be the holder once again. Here's the snap. Good snap. Good hold. Kick is through the uprights. Good. So Davis knocks it through, and it's 28 to nothing. Muhammad, 707 remaining in the third quarter. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. 
Why do we love your pets? Because you do. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Think of us as your other family doctor. Your pets are part of your family, and they need regular doctor visits just like you. These are exciting times because many procedures to treat humans have been adapted to diagnose and treat animals. Our doctors and our staff combine breakthrough veterinary medicine with compassion that your pet can feel. FNM Vet Clinic, your other family doctor, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School. It's Bulldogs 20-0 over Effingham after another big run that time by uh, Brandon Pagel. 60-yard run there that time on that touchdown run. And Muhammad taking a commanding 28-0 lead here, Dom. Yes, definitely a very commanding 28 nothing lead. Is uh, 7:07 left to go in, in the third quarter, and uh, it's definitely going to be hard to uh, dig out for this one for Majors for with a kick. Majors will put it away. Dunstan and Weaver will receive it, and Weaver receives it on a hop at the 25 yard line, and he looks for a room on the right sideline, and he's got good return that time. Gets it close to midfield. Yeah, he does. Uh, Weaver's had That's the several, second one he's had tonight. Uh, yeah, second you know, good return. He's had his eyes. had several good returns, uh, you know, so far this year. That one, uh, Charleston, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. For, uh, ran back for 69 yards. Hard for him to convert on that. But uh, hopefully they can try to convert on this. And, uh, you know, still showing zero, zero on the scoreboard here. So let's see if we can uh, maybe try something different, get some points on the board. Ball will be officially spotted at their own 47-yard line, and Gillum will send in motion at Belcher, and they take it to him and hand off to Dunstan, and immediately tackled in the backfield by Muhammad. They read that, and it was almost in the backfield on the handoff. So that's going to be a loss of yardage for the heart. And uh, reading that all the way was Noah Frank by Muhammad. And that's going to be a loss of about three that time. On the carry there by Dunstan. Drops him all the way back to the 44. Yeah, Muhammad was all over that one. So it'll be Gillum up on our center this time, and he's going to take a short little pass. Pass complete to a lot, trying to pick up a block there from Reed. And he gets it to about the 35-yard line. Maybe he got it close to the original line, but you're going to say it was just short of that. So a gain of about two. Third that 11. time, it'll be a third and long for FEM, third and 11. So, third and 11 is where they're spotted under six to go in the third now. After that short little pass completion, and Coach Hefner is going to call a timeout. So, we'll take a quick timeout as well. We'll be back in a 30 seconds with a third and 11 play for FEM. And so, we'll be back in 30. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis.
for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School as Coach Heffner took a timeout to discuss the third and 11 play for the Hearts at their own 46-yard line. And we'll see what FEM drew up here as Gimlin will be in the shotgun. Got two receivers split out on the far sideline. And Gimlin's going to send a man in motion. And they're going to stack that right side. Gillum, here comes the rush for Muhammad. Gillum gets away from an initial tackler, but here comes the cleanup man. And that's going to be a loss. A loss there for Muhammad. They get to Gillum in the backfield. And that's going to drop him way back all the way to about the 40. So a loss of about seven yards there. And Effingham's just going to have to punt it away. Yeah, they are. Uh, Mahalo was all over uh, Jason Gillum, and uh, they were able to chip him up before he could uh, really, really make a play and uh, nothing doing there for Effingham on that drive. So a fourth and 17, and Michael Stepson's going to come on to punt it away, and he gets it away, and a good punt. And Mahomes is going to let it bounce and take a good FEM bounce. That's going to bounce to about the 20-yard line, and they're going to mark it at about the 22. So that was a nice punt for FEM. That was about the uh, I think that was the best punt of the night for. I think it was. But uh, at least something something going right for for, for FEM. Uh, the defensive line has played played great so far. So let's see if they can uh, keep that up and uh, stop now. Stop Muhammad here on this drive. 504 remaining in the third quarter, and Muhammad will take over at their own 22. And the Dyer is going to take the snap of the shotgun. Here comes the pass to Long, and it's going to be incomplete, but here comes the flag. In the direction of pass interference, trying to hit Long on the sideline. There is the flag, so we'll wait to see what the official call is here. As they were trying for another big pass play down the sidelines. And we'll see what it is. Everybody's moving up the field, and it is pass interference on FEM. So pass interference will be the call, but luckily it wasn't a spot foul. It'll bring him up to about the 37. As Dyer is going to send a man in motion, and that Tagle again, but this time they hand off to a Johnson, and FEM was ready for it as he got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Yeah, not much doing there for Johnson. FEM uh, was ready, ready for him, and uh, yeah, Dyer definitely on the pass before to the Tagle. He like he likes that uh, high arcing uh, floating floating pass there, and that. Uh, Always worked. It was just a little bit out of reach, though, and FEM, of course, we got called for pass interference. So, second down and a Tana ball at their own 37 for Muhammad, and the Dyer's going to take the snap of the shotgun. He's looking for that pass again, too long down the sidelines. It's going to be incomplete, and yeah, Muhammad's yeah, sideline looking for another flag. This time it doesn't come. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't see anything in there. I didn't see anything. Warrant the flag on, on that one. It's pretty much the same play as. Uh, same kind of pass as uh, FEM got flagged for the, the, the first time, but uh, I didn't see anything that the FEM defender did that warranted the pass interference flag there, so it's going to be uh, incomplete from uh, Dyer to Long. 
So it'll be third down and a 10 and a dire in the shotgun. They'll send Tangle in motion and he rolls out to that side and it's going to be thrown on the run and it's going to be a pass to the sticks and that's going to be complete. Complete for Muhammad. I think they hit Pagel. No, that was Peters with the reception. Peters on the far side of the field is complete. That's going to be a first down. A gain of around 11 or 12 there for Muhammad. Dyer rolling to his left that time and hit Peters on the sideline. And Dyer will take the snap in the shotgun, and he's going to hand off to Johnson. And Johnson trying to bounce it out to the left side, and he's got a nice gain there. And he's going to be pushed out close to the first down marker. Actually, I'm going to say he stepped out well before that. Oh, no, maybe the chains were just waiting for the traffic to clear. As he got about a six or seven, maybe more. He keeps moving over there. Seven yards. Seven yards. There we go. He finally stopped. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't tell either. As it'll just be, I guess, a second down and a three on the game of seven. So Dyer will take the snap of the shotgun again. Looking to pass. Looking to pass. Over there on the far sideline, and hit Peters again. He's carrying a man to the end zone. He spins. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. And it was a 43-yard touchdown pass. 43-yard touchdown pass to Trey Peters, his second one of the night. And it's 34-0 Muhammad. And it'll be three minutes, 22 seconds to go in the third. And Lewis is going to set up for the point after. And Hammer Schmidt will be the holder. Good snap, good hold, kick through the upright. This one's good. So it's 35 nothing for Muhammad, leading with 3.22 to go in the third quarter. So we'll be back again with another kickoff. Reliable and local. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Some places only do lube work. Some places do engines or transmissions. Crossroads Truck Equipment does everything. With a 40-year reputation of keeping drivers where they need to be, in the driver's seat, depend on Crossroads Truck Equipment for preventive maintenance this fall to gear up for the Midwest winter ahead. Family-owned with hometown pride, service, and value. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad High School as 35 nothing Muhammad Seymour over the hearts as Effingham will get the ball back. And Weaver is going to take it on a short hop by Majors. And Weaver's got some room to run on the right side. He carries it up past the 30-yard line, and he's going to be just shy of the 35. So another nice return there by Weaver. And so FEM will set up shop with a first down and 10 for another possession for them here. Trying to find something positive some um, positive momentum to go here to get something going right. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, 
uh, kickoff returns for by Weaver. About been the only bright spot uh, for Eppingham tonight, unfortunately. Gillum's short pass is complete to a Belcher. Belcher looks for room to run. He spins off a couple of defenders, and he is a drag down after he's past the 35. Belcher's and he gets up to about the 36. So gain of about four or five yards there. So they're going to give him four yards on the short pitch and catch the uh, Belcher. It'll be second and six. Second and six. That's a hard zone, 36. Two, four, they go in of the third quarter. Yeah, nice little pass play there from uh, Gillum to Belcher. As I, for I formation or just single back formation this time, Gillum will hand off to uh, Dustin and Bulldogs are right there in the backfield for a loss as they didn't let Dustin get anything Dunstan's going there. Here. And uh, so that'll be a loss of about three, and Gallagher there on the tackle, one of the mini Bulldogs that were there for the stop. So I'm going to say it was a loss of four there. So back to the original line, a third and eight, a ten for FEM at the 32. As FEM will... Come out here, get them to be in the shotgun. Two receivers will split out. Eight slots is there on the far right. Belcher's here to the left. And Gillum's going to roll out to the right side of there. Gillum's going to throw on a run, and it's going to be a pass, and it's going to be incomplete. Fear Day was the intended receiver there, but it just goes incomplete. Might have had it there for a second, but then. I think he absorbed the hit and he dropped it when he got hit. And so Spirit A puts it on the turf and that'll bring up fourth down. So fourth and ten and Stephen's gonna has had a lot of work done here tonight with the punting game and he kicks it away again and it's gonna be a high punt and Mom is just gonna let it get away, but they're gonna have to fall on it because they're worried that it touched the Bulldog and Muhammad does fall down on it just in case. And that Muhammad will take over with a minute 30. Already leading 35 to nothing. Yeah, that was a, that was a high punt there by Stephen. You could definitely definitely tell that the wind uh, had, had an effect on that. But, uh, he almost did like it when it came down. It looked, almost looked like it did hit a, hit a Bulldog player there. Possibly. So that's, why, that's why Muhammad went ahead and uh, fell on to a uh, Give him ball back. The wall at the uh, their own 41 yard line is where Muhammad will set up shop here on their next possession. And uh, so far, so good. Three possessions, three scores for Muhammad here in the third quarter. Already a leading 14 nothing at the half, but they've uh, just busted it open here. 35 nothing is the score. As the officials will get over and then discuss something, or they'll send something over to the Athenium sideline. So, not sure what that was about, but we're still waiting over there on the sideline. As maybe a malfunction on the chain. Or the uh, digital marker. 
what they're over there kind of looking at. Yeah, that's what it almost looks like. Short little stoppage or something was wrong with the chain there. Yeah, I think we're good. To, I think we're good to finally get back on our way here. So it'll be ball will be placed at officially at the 41. And Dyer takes the snap. He's going to hand off to a Johnson, and Johnson trying to find room to run on that right side. Can't find a lot there. Maybe a gain of one, but that's about it. As Charlie Ring is one of the guys there on the bottom of a pile. So credit him there with the stop. So a gain of one that time for Johnson. We got a minute to go in the third. And Dyer takes a snap, and he's looking to throw. Looks to throw over to the sideline. Short little completion. And that'll be Hagel there on the reception. And it's going to be just a short little pitch and catch there. Maybe a gain of three, but that's about it. Gain of a couple yards. It's going to be third and four. It'll be third and about four. Gain of about five that time. And the Dyer will be in the shotgun if he's set. Or actually, they're going to toss it out to Johnson on the left side. He's got a nice lead blocker and pushed out of bounds. As that's got to be close to a first down. We'll see where he stepped out. And say he's short. So gain of about two there as Johnson stepped out of bounds early of the first down marker and. Finally, Muhammad might be punting it away here. One team looks to run out there. We got 17 seconds left on the third quarter clock. We have a 21st and of the stocking cap that's been turned in. Here comes Muhammad quickly to the line. And are they going to snap it? And it's going to be a run on fourth down. And Luke Johnson with the carry, and he got it. It's another so it's just enough there to pick up the first down and kind of like how they scored on that touchdown run with a bunch formation. It's kind of become popular in the NFL. And that's going to do it for the third quarter as the clock winds down. And we got 12 minutes okay, left to go as Muhammad leads 35 to nothing here in Muhammad. And so we'll be back for fourth quarter action. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. You're listening 
to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at the start of the fourth quarter. And Luke Johnson with the carry. And he gains about five yards on that carry. So that'll bring up second down and about five. They're going to stay officially a gain of four. So second down and six. As the start of the fourth quarter, Muhammad leads 35 nothing here in this one. As they bust their open there with 21 points in that third quarter. And the Dyer's going to take the snap in the shotgun. He's going to throw it down the sidelines looking for a Pagel. And a nice catch and a grab. And Pagel carries a couple defenders down and he's in for the touchdown. And it's going to be about a 55-yard touchdown pass. And they're going to say that was Trey Peters on the grab, actually. So Peters on the grab. It was an impressive top 10 grab. And that makes it 41 nothing. Yes, it was a very impressive, very impressive grab over the falling up again defender. And that's going to be Peters' third score of the ninth. And Lewis is going to be on to attempt the point after. Kick is up and no good. Actually, it's Davis. But that's the only thing that's gone wrong for Muhammad. They missed that extra point. It's 41 nothing though. 11.09 to go in the game. And they should be getting a running clock going as well. So we'll be back in 30 seconds for the kickoff. You're listening to Hart Football here on Jack Event. SeaTech Construction Trades Education Curriculum will be having their annual steak cookout fundraiser on October 12th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Topless Banquet Hall. Come out and support the trades and enjoy steak, sides, entertainment, and silent auction items. Tickets are only $40 each and can be purchased at MERS Heating and Air Conditioning or reserve your ticket by calling MERS at 217-342-2323. Donations also appreciated. Money raised will support the SeaTech class. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Another score by Brandon Peters makes it 41 to nothing. Majors kicks it off. Anthony Weaver turning it once again for the Hearts, trying to find room to run up the middle. Can't find a lot of it there that time. So a short little gain about 32-yard line is where they're going to spot. At the end of that time. So this quarter is going to go quick as it's a 40-plus point lead. And I used to say rules. That's, that's a 40-point lead. So that's an automatic running clock from here on out. Only times that the clock will will stop as the play goes out of bounds. So FEM will take over. And they'll try to get on the scoreboard here. They're down 41 nothing. They're at the 31-yard line. First down and 10. As it'll be Gillum up on the center. And uh, he lost yardage that time. Our first down of him, hands off. And the yard. We got some up. subs in uh, for everybody as... Uh, that wasn't even Gillum taking the snap. We'll get some of the subs in here. 
Uh, FEM. I know DJ Latham's in the backfield. He had that uh, touchdown last week. As it'll be another run uh, straight up the gut, and it's going to be a, a gain of about uh, seven or eight yards that time. Eight or nine, actually. Try to get you the player that carried that. Daisy Clark's with the tackle for your Bulldogs. As that's the Jackson Bridges on to be the quarterback, and he was the one that kept it there. So Bridges with a nine-yard run. So Bridges comes in in relief, and it's going to be a handoff to Latham, and he's trying to find room on the right side. And there's not a lot there, but I think he did just enough. Yes, it's a first down for Latham. Latham, the ball carrier. So gain of about two yards there, and that's going to be – it's a first, a first down. down. So, Latham carries for the first down there. And Bridges will go up on her center. And Bridges takes the snap, and it's going to be a fumbled snap. And it's going to Bulldogs be who's going to fall on top of it. As Bulldogs think they have it, and they're running off the field like they do, and they do. So, Muhammad takes over after a bad snap. Between the center and the bridges, and uh, so uh, another turnover. Huey Allen with the fumble recovery that time before Muhammad. As they come out running excited to the sidelines with another turnover there by Effingham. And so it'll be. Uh, Muhammad coming out with about 7.50 to go. Uh, so I have some wholesale changes for them as well. Trying to get the numbers Pruitt here. Pruitt is a quarterback. Pruitt is going to be the quarterback for the Bulldogs. That's Pruitt's going to take the snap. Ashby's going to be the ball off to Ashby. And uh, it's going to be a gain of about one there. Charlie Ring with the tackle. Ring was one of the guys there to make the stop. Kate Ashby, the runner there, the 5'8 sophomore. Decker in as the quarterback. And they're in the shotgun. Second down and a 10 for Muhammad coming up on seven minutes to go. And uh, so Muhammad is running the clock all the way down to that play clock. They hand it off. And Ashby, actually, that's Kirby on the carry. And he's going to carry it close to the first down marker. And I think he's going to be just shy of that. So it'll be up third and short. It'll be third and two. Third and two on the eight-yard carry there. Nice little carry by by Kirby there for uh, Muhammad Seymour. Third and a three ball at the 33-yard line for the Hearts. As both teams with his subs in here. As it'll be a shotgun for Decker. Decker's going to hand it off. Right. And right side, Kirby's going to carry. He's got the first down and some. He cuts back, and he's got a first down and some down to about the 15-yard line. 
So another nice run for Muhammad. That one was by Kirby once again. And eight zero off the tackle. About eight, an eighteen-yard run there for Next Kirby. Next week, the Bulldogs will travel to Matt. Two. Yeah, he carries all the way down to the fifteen. Back to Quincy, the Quincy eye. So it'll be first down and ten for Muhammad down to the fifteen-yard line. Decker will take the snap in the shotgun and takes the snap. It's going to be handed off. Right to Kirby, the ball that's Kirby once again. That's going to be a gain of about two or three there on the run. Coming up on five minutes to go in the game. I'm going to say it's a gain of about Wendling two there for the Cooper. Windling there for the tackle. So it'll be... a. Decker in the shotgun, and Kirby's going to be over there to his left. And, again, Muhammad just bleeding that play clock down as much as possible. They snap it with about one to go, and it's going to hand off to Kirby again. Right side, try to cut it back up the middle, and he's going to be stuck. Right Kirby, again, the ball here. So a good job there by the Hearts defense that time of holding for a short gain. Yeah, the Hearts defensive line doing the doing a great job so far so far here tonight. Only only a one yard gain there by by Kirby on that, and uh, the Hearts defensive line is really about the only only bright spot so far here tonight in the game for them. So it'll be third and a seven coming up on four minutes to go in the game. Decker will be in the shotgun. We got five seconds on the play clock. And they're going to toss it out there to Kirby on the left side. Tries to turn the corner. He got it, and he's in the end zone for a touchdown. Another Muhammad touchdown. This one's Riker Kirby. So Kirby there. On the 12-yard score, but there was a flag. So hold up. Do have a flag on the field. So, going to be holding on Muhammad. Yep. So, wipe off the touchdown by Kirby. Like Kirby. We have Ty Brady, Eric Crowley, was into the end zone for a 12-yard touchdown, but they didn't put the points on the scoreboard yet. If they did, they would have had to take them off because they got a holding call. So, it'll be a third and 12 on their... FEM 17-yard line for the Bulldogs. So Decker will take the snap in the shotgun. Coming up on three minutes to go in the game, and it's going to be a toss out to Kirby again. He jukes one guy, and he carries it down all the way to about the 10-yard line. Maybe even more. He's at a five. I'm mistaken. It'll bring up fourth down, a fourth and short. On a short run there by Kirby on the toss. It'll bring up about fourth and long two or three. I'm going to say three. You know, about nine there. And the Decker will take the snap of the shotgun toss to Kirby again. Tries to turn the corner and he got it this time. And it's a touchdown. 
This time it's official. Riker Kirby. Yeah, makes it 47 to nothing. Muhammad. Clock will stop momentarily with 221. And Muhammad will be on to attempt the point after, trying to go up 48 to nothing here. As nothing has gone right tonight for the Hearts. It'll be a long trek back home. Long bus ride here from Muhammad. The kick is up, and it's up, and Jackson it's good. Jackson Davis on the point after attempt for Muhammad. It's good, and they lead 48 to nothing now. 2.21 to go in the game. So we'll be right back. 30-second timeout. You're listening to FE Watch Football here on Jack FM. Reliable and local. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Some places only do lube work. Some places do engines or transmissions. Crossroads Truck Equipment does everything. With a 40-year reputation of keeping drivers where they need to be, in the driver's seat, depend on Crossroads Truck Equipment for preventive maintenance this fall to gear up for the Midwest winter ahead. Family-owned with hometown pride, service, and value, we're Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad. As it's the Bulldogs, all Bulldogs tonight as they are up 47 to nothing. As they must have missed that point after attempt, they changed it. Either way, 47 nothing. As Muhammad will kick it away, and Hearts will be 2 minutes, 21 seconds from dropping to under 500, 3 and 4 going into the game next week against Mount Zion. As Dunstan and Weaver both back to receive it, it's going to be a short little kick, and it feels like that's Reed on the up back is going to take it back that time. And he's going to get it to about, that's the 40-yard line is where he about got that too. So, Hunter Reed for the return. Hunter Reed the was the one to Returns out to about get him. The 40-yard line, and that's where and they get to the 40-yard line. So, that's where FEM's Hearts offense will take over at the 40 and a Bridges in that quarterback again, and had a little trouble getting the snap off last couple of times. This one's a good one, and hands off to Latham. Actually, that's not Latham. And that's just going to be a short little gain. Couldn't tell who that was. Dan Clark with the tackle for your Bulldogs. It's going to be a gain of about two there. And so they got the snap off at least that time, but a short little run. As I think that was Hunter Holland with the run. And they're going to give it to Holland again. And they cut it back up the middle, and it's going to be back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it. Actually, it's going to be a short little gain at times, so a gain of about three yards there. We're 50 seconds away from the end of the game. 
So Muhammad looks to keep their winning streak going, and it looks like it'll be at six games now, and they officially clinch a playoff spot with their magical six win. Effie will be fighting for playoff positioning next week against Mount Zion at three and four. So it's Bridges taking a snap on our center. We got 23 seconds left. Bridges takes the snap, and he hands off to Holland again, and he cuts it back up the middle. For about three or four, so it'll be just short, and it'll bring up fourth and one. Nine seconds to go, but FEM lines up for the handshake, so that's going to do it. So, Muhammad, they improve to six and one on the season. FEM falls to three and four. After a 47 nothing loss here on Seer Night. Or Muhammad. We'll be back in Appium next week for the Hard Zone Senior Night. And they hope to have better luck against the Braves than they did against the Bulldogs. As it was only 14 nothing at halftime, but all Bulldogs there in that second half. 47-0 is the final score. And we will be uh, back in uh, just a, a few minutes as we tackle up the uh, final stats. And we'll also... Uh, try to track down some other scores around the area tonight and try to check in on that line-eye game as well. So we'll be back in a few minutes with the post-game show again. Muhammad, 47, FEM nothing, and it's the final. And so we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Marks Football here on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. SeaTech Construction Trades Education Curriculum will be having their annual steak cookout fundraiser on October 12th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Topless Banquet Hall. Come out and support the trades and enjoy steak, sides, entertainment, and silent auction items. Tickets are only $40 each and can be purchased at MERS Heating and Air Conditioning or reserve your ticket by calling MERS at 217-342-2323. Donations also appreciated. Money raised will support the SeaTech class. 
Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. Why do we love your pets? Because you do. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Think of us as your other family doctor. Your pets are part of your family, and they need regular doctor visits just like you. These are exciting times because many procedures to treat humans have been adapted to diagnose and treat animals. Our doctors and our staff combine breakthrough veterinary medicine with compassion that your pet can feel. Effingham Vet Clinic, your other family doctor, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Now, time for the Effingham Football Post Game Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Muhammad Seymour High School as it is a celebration here on Senior Night for at least the Bulldogs. And if you're a Bulldogs fan... As it was all Muhammad Seymour there, they finished things off there in the second half as they go away, winning this one 47-2-0 as they continue their winning streak as they're 6-1 and they continue to be undefeated in the conference and they are one game away next week against Mattoon from wrapping up a third of straight Apollo Conference Championship. They were impressive here tonight as uh, they figured things out there in the third quarter and really stifled FEM there in the second half and really from the second quarter on there. So let's recap some of the scoring here as uh, it was uh, Muhammad on the board with 49 seconds into the game as it was a 68-yard touchdown uh, from Dyer to uh, Pagel, and that extra point made it 7 nothing. Then it was a turnover on down at Puttfest as eventually Muhammad did get on the scoreboard again and with about six minutes left there. In the second, it was an 11-yard run by uh, Johnson, and that was set up by a 65-yard touchdown or 65-yard pass to uh, Peters, and then uh, that was the score at halftime, 14 nothing. Then it all came unglued there in the third as a 22-yard touchdown uh, reception by a long from Dyer made it 21 to nothing there, and then uh, FEM threw an interception, and then. Uh, Muhammad finished things off there with a 60-yard touchdown run by Pagel, and that was about with about 7:07 remaining in the third quarter, and that made it 28 nothing. And then FEM will punt the ball away and a 43-yard touchdown pass on the fourth play of that drive from uh, Dyer to uh, Peters, and it was a nice catch on the sidelines. And then Muhammad scored again there. And it was a 55-yard touchdown pass from Peters to a Dyer, or Dyer from a Peters. And then FEM turned it over again, and a Kirby scored the last touchdown of there for uh, Muhammad. I think it was about a nine-yard uh, touchdown run of there for Kirby to make it 47 to nothing. And Muhammad wins this one, and uh, they go on uh, to uh, win this one and continue their winning streak at FEM. Lost to three and four in the season, and they're in a must-win situation. I know Coach Hefner doesn't like those two words combined together there with a must-win, but it really kind of is that way. And next week against Mount Zion has five losses 
your season is over. So it'll be uh, uh, put to the test again uh, next Back week against uh, Muhammad Seymour, or against Mount Zion, I should say, as I think the wind has gone to my head here, uh, Dominic. I think that we play in Muhammad next week. Uh, we're in Muhammad here. We're right here. We're in Muhammad right now. Right. I don't know Mount, if I'm going to be able to. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get off these bleachers. Uh, here. I think we're going to be frozen here. <laughs> nice little tradition that they got going here on Muhammad. It's a senior walk as they uh, walk the entire length of the field here for the seniors. They're arm in arm and. Boys of Fall by Kenny Chesney. Hey, probably won't be able to hear that over on Jack FM, but maybe you'll hear that over on WCRC, our sister station. And uh, on our other sister station over there, uh, we got uh, the Illini football game as their short little drive champagne from here. As it's Nebraska leading 17 2 7. There, in that one just started in the third quarter. So Nebraska with a decent lead there, but. It's 47 nothing. your final score here as Muhammad wins this one. They improve it 6-1 and 4-0 and uh, in the uh, all-conference. FEM vaults to 2-2 in the conference and 3-4 and overall out of the season. And uh, Dominic, if you're uh, ready, I'll throw the stats. If, you're, if you need another minute, I'll, uh, no, I'll I'm, check I'm the record. I'm ready to go. Ready to go here, Travis. Uh, check the stats here. Uh, much does go right here tonight for Prepping Camp. They call him Hobble Seymour, 47 47 to nothing. Uh, first of all, for Mohammed Seymour, rushing Johnson with uh, 18 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown. Kirby uh, coming in late with nine carries, 46 yards, one TD. Dyer was 11. 
unable to uh, put put the put the ball in the end zone for the touchdown. They could have, you know, could have tied things up here early in the first half, and it was only 14 nothing at halftime. So, uh, you know, it wasn't leave FCM still has a chance. Muhammad poured it on in the, in the second half, and uh, we come out here at the 47 nothing victory against FCM on uh, Muhammad's senior night. Their last few games are uh, on the road, and uh, as they take pictures. Up with uh, just a tough, tough loss for for again, Travis, and uh, you, de- you never want to get uh, shut out, and especially this way, and it's just uh, definitely kind of kind of heartbreaking. And uh, you know, FBF falls to three and four, and now I got two games left. Uh, back at home against Mount Zion, and on the road to Australia, so we got we got to win those next two to uh, become playoff eligible. Yeah, not the ideal position to be in, but Effingham will try to tackle that next week against Mount Zion. And the last score report I had was um, Mount Zion leading over Charleston 21-7 to with about eight minutes or less than eight minutes to go there in the third quarter was the last report I had. Check out their scores from around the area. Uh, Pena, they are winning 43-9 to over Gillespie in the fourth quarter. Shelbyville, uh, 39 to 13 over A&M, and last report in the fourth. Arcola over Sagamon Valley, 35 to 14 in the fourth quarter. All tied up in the fourth quarter at 20. Casey and Mount Carmel, so Mount Carmel, the comeback there. Uh, it was Taylorville, 28 to 21 in the fourth quarter over Mattoon. Waiting for a final there. Tuscola, 45 26 in the fourth over Macon Meridian. Robinson, a 36-28 to over Newton. Spoiling Newton's homecoming there. Uh, it was 20-7. to Paris getting the win over Olney. And a one-point victory for Villa Grove. Pulling it out over Argenta, 27-26. to Arthur was all over Sarah Gordo, 49-7. So Arthur continues their great season as they're now 7-0 and in their best season since 2004. Uh, Litchfield was winning over Staunton at halftime, 16-0, last report there. And it looks like I think that's it from around the area here. And, again, tonight, 47-0, your final. Muhammad getting the win over Matt Toon here against uh, Effingham. And so I think I need to go to the – I think we need to go to the car to warm up or something. I think so. The cold is – Cole is getting to me out here. Uh, thanks to Derek back at the studio for uh, helping us get it on and off there uh, tonight. And uh, thanks to Dominic for uh, coming along tonight and uh, keeping the stats and braving the elements with me here tonight in uh, Muhammad. Again, we'll be back home tomorrow or next uh, Friday for a, a senior night matchup with Mount Zion next week. So uh, for Dominic Daters, I am Travis Sparks. Have a great rest of your night and have a great rest of your weekend. Now it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a good night, everybody. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis.
This has been a presentation of Effingham High School Football. Thanks for listening. We now return you to regular programming.